0: Time! Uh-huh. It's you know what time it is? Kai, Kai, Kai. Okay, for Tuscaloosa's longest-running
1: sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at we're trying to be the best. always is to is win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the
0: failure. You're inside the game. The game. on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan Ryan
2: Fowler.
3: and a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town, Tide 100.9, Tide109.com. You can download the Tide 100.9 app and listen to all of our shows. Mornings with Martin Houston, which we'll talk with, uh, coming up at four o'clock, six a.m. Web and Barry inside the locker room, seven until nine, nine until 11. The Gary Harris Show, WVUA sports director and our very own here from Tide 100.9 from nine until 11. Miller's Edge, Corey Miller, pastor of pain. Christian Miller, two-time national champ at the University of Alabama, Miller's Edge, 12 until 2, Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, and then we pick it up every day from 2 o'clock. We'll do the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com, DanielMoreArt.com, and the bad and the ugly is sponsored by, I don't know, What you want to do LSU fans, you want to do the tears, you want to, why do we say LSU tears? They're sponsoring the bad and the ugly because uh, there was a lot of tears flowing in Baton Rouge. My report is the Mississippi River went from drought stage to complete flood stage in just a matter of a few minutes. But Alabama coming out victorious, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to highlight it. We're going to have a chance to uh to discuss it. We're, we're going to talk with T Bob A Bear coming up at 215. So buckle up. Uh buckle up. And uh T Bob loves radio. He loves his school just as much as you love your school. As a matter of fact, T Bob was actually taking the other side. In an argument uh, that I heard down and being discussed down in Baton Rouge, uh, when you talk about the Dallas Turner hit, football players, great football players, are allowed to do or have great football plays. And to me, that was a football play. Uh, it was not dirty. It was not a cheap shot. It was not one of those that you go, "Oh, I mean, I mean." The the social media folks. That's where I went with my ugly. Just a complete meltdown. And I'm not talking about LSU Bengal Tiger fans. I'm talking about the national pundits. Uh, everybody was throwing stones and darts at Dallas Turner. But at the end of the day, but uh, we also want to start with uh, highlighting Nick Saban going past Vince Dooley. And Nick Saban, once again, coaching this team to where 6-0 and undefeated in the Southeastern Conference, 8-1 and overall. And they've got a chance here to do something uh, that most of us, and I'll raise my hand. Did not think that this team would be able to accomplish. I had them winning Saturday. I was not as nervous about LSU as some of the other opponents. But I did not think that this team would be in position to compete for a championship. But uh, once again, that's why Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. And we're sitting over here talking about him moving past Vince Dooley. And there's only one other name that is in front of him when we talk about all-time wins. That is the legendary coach, Paul Bear Bryant, uh, and he's just about uh, what about twenty wins away. So he had a chance to do that, and we're going to see some of these records fall, as long as he continues to stay in Tuscaloosa and maintain uh, this type of level of consistency. We also want to highlight Jalen Milrow breaking a school record in front of that raucous environment. Uh, I had lunch today with Chuck Norwood. Uh, Chuck is. Uh it is does a weekly segment with uh Gary Harris and uh also uh think also sponsors the blue plate with uh Wimp and Barry uh each and every week as they do uh Wimps picks. Uh had lunch with Chuck and Chuck was telling me that across the river he said he could hear he sent his grandkids with his tickets and hey, went to the stadium and enjoyed the game. He watched it from uh Rice Mine Road there where he lives. Uh, he's got he has a place down in Gulf Shores, but he comes here uh, he's going to stay around and went to basketball tonight as Alabama opens up against Moorhead State. So when you look, uh he said he could hear the crowd, and TV was about 40 seconds behind. So he would look to his wife and said, hey, here comes a good play. Here comes it because he could tell. He could tell the the crowd, and we all know that uh, the record-setting. But uh, you must start with uh, Nick Saban, and then we work our way, and we'll hand out some game balls. We'll hand out some, you know, some recognition to the fans. But uh, Jalen Millrow, 374 yards, four touchdowns. It... uh Wow. The opening up of the offense, and I was talking, I had lunch today with Martin and Chuck, and uh, we were talking about, you know, how much of this did Milrow and Reese, when they were breaking down Jaden Daniels' tape, they go, hold on, Alabama could do the same thing. I mean, the mobility opens up Daniels' offense. It opens up. I mean, if you take Daniels' mobility away, would that be the number one offense in the country? Probably not. But it's that other element that those defenses, uh, have to be able to guard against. So I think Tommy Reese had his best play calling. at just mixing up balance, uh, keeping Matt House, which is, uh, the LSU fans who they are going after, uh, at a high rate of speed. So we'll talk with T Bob coming up in a couple of minutes, but also want to highlight, uh, Mason across the glass, uh, representing the game, uh, on tide109.com on our predictions. Uh, he didn't just nail it. He nailed it. Uh, exactly the score. I mean, take your victory lap, Mason. I mean, how did you do it? You want to thank anybody? Uh, well, first
4: off, I want to thank Coach Saban. Okay. For coaching them boys up, right? Right, right. Bringing them out there. I mean, I'd say that's the closest thing we've had to a four-quarter performance all season. Not even close. Yep. That was a great game. It opened up solid. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the, it's all the offense really start to click. Like you said, Tommy Reese was in his bag Saturday night. All I mean he was killing it. That was the best Tommy Reese game we've seen all year.
3: Let him know that he you know he's going up against his old boss. So I'm sure he wants to impress, right? I mean you 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 want to do that, and either way, uh but Brian Kelly remembers who he is now. Oh yeah, yeah. And there were some different elements that uh we have not seen. So maybe they were saving some of that, and um uh, Milro opened it up, opened it up, and wow, wow. I mean, you just listen if that team plays the way they did Saturday evening, and oh, the way did they did. Them. I mean, I wrote it in the good and bad the ugly. Uh, If if they play the way they did in the last six quarters, we could be talking about a team that could hoist up a trophy at the um, end of the season. What do we think about Jalen Milrose sneaking into the old Heisman conversation? All right, let's paint a scenario, okay? Let's say this. What if, what if... He, he beats Kentucky. Obviously they clinched the SEC West, but I, i be, I will be honest with you. I could look through the media guide. I have absolutely, I've never seen Alabama claim, well, we've got 37 SEC Western titles. Never seen, which I guess that wouldn't be possible because the East and the West and all the divisions there, but, uh, you, you just don't see it. I, so I don't have, I have a clue. Alabama's going for an SEC West. Uh, hey, the sun came up this morning. Oh, it came up from the East. Okay. That's what it's done for, uh, Thousands of years, so I don't think it's going to be a change. But uh, uh, SEC West, but when, when you look at it, let's say that he wins the SEC West. They beat Kentucky. They beat Chattanooga. They go on the road where Alabama quarterbacks have not played well in Lee County. Go on the road, play well, beat somebody over there. You know, Alabama got that signature van against LSU, national television. Look at the TV ratings from that. And then we also we we back up and we go to Georgia and at that point if they're the number one team in the country and you take them down, you got to remember that's a pretty good resume because you've got some guys that are sliding now. Daniels is out of it, right? I mean, Daniels is not in it with three losses, is he? I mean, there's not just it's not going to be. And, and you got Caleb Williams who has slid significantly. Uh, wow, what did you see that? lord have mercy i was
4: i was i wanted to ask your take about that because part of me it, like it, it is one of those things where you watch it you remember these are just kids out there these are just kids they're just kids playing a game they are but at the same time I, i'd be lying if i said it didn't make me feel a little good to see kayla williams crying in his mom's arms. really let I me mean, come on The guy has kind of created this atmosphere around himself where he makes everyone... Well, no, but he lets everybody know that he's the best quarterback in the country. And look, I think he is. I think any team that drafts him is probably going to get a pretty talented guy. Sure. You know, as long as you don't just absolutely waste him, you're probably getting a franchise quarterback.
3: But I think T-Bob said it on Saturday evening in his uh, whiskey and wine deal that they do is football has a way of humbling you. And you think about a Heisman Trophy winner... Who wanted to paint his fingernails, right? I mean, I mean, so now we're talking about, you know, and you could see dad, if you ever watch that video, dad's trying to get him back on the field because he's like, come on, man, this is national television. I mean, you up here, uh, just, I mean, boohooing. I mean, this wasn't just tears. This was mom was, I mean, they literally put up a postcard to block anyway. We're not going to talk a lot about uh, USC and their, their problems, but, uh, you know, Caleb Williams, as you said, a solid football player. But I almost wonder sometimes if some of these things that have been said by Dad and how much he wanted a franchise, and we're not going to go, and we may come back to USC, if that does not hurt you. And, and you see, you want a close relationship, but uh, you know, your NFL franchise quarterback, you've got to be able to handle yourself in a little bit different uh, way because you're 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 literally six months away from becoming a leader of grown men in a locker room that. They look to you to lead those veterans. And, you know, you think about Bryce Young over there uh stepping into that role where everybody looks to you. We've got a T-Bob A-Bear coming up in just a couple of minutes. We are powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, com. mason has been cooking crow. If you want some, you're welcome to claim it. Uh You don't have to have it if you're one of those. And we've got your scores, so we know what you pick. My pick was 34-30. I was off both ends, Alabama and also LSU but Alabama able to give the knockout punch in more ways than one when you look at the University of Alabama by the way Deontay Wilder was on the sidelines. so maybe he taught Alabama how to give that old right hand uh, a little power in that right hand so Deontay Wilder kid rock a uh, lot of former players returning I know I saw Isaiah Bugs, Jameer Gibbs which has just made a you know, permanent stay here in Tuscaloosa, coming back from multiple different games, but uh Blake Sims also on the sidelines as well. So we're gonna have some fun today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna uh chatter at the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa, Toyota, Tuscaloosa, Toyota.com. T Bob A Bear eating some crow next. T Town Tide one hundred point nine, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
5: Always live always local dependable news coverage the latest news only from the tuscaloosa thread newsroom
6: Tuscaloosa will be the site for the fourth Republican presidential debate. The Republican National Committee sent notices to the GOP campaigns Friday that Tuscaloosa's debate will be December the 6th. Firefighters are battling for which fires in Tuscaloosa County this morning? Six are burning in Walker County, three in Lamar and Green, two in Fayette, Hale and Perry, and one in Bibb and Sumter Counties each. 73 fires are burning statewide as the drought continues. And Governor Ivey is sponsoring the 75th Annual Governor's Thanksgiving Pardoning of the Turkeys.
5: latest local news in Tuscaloosa, hey, Bama sports updates, hey, and severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app, never pay for your news, and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
3: Hi, I'm Marty Lyons. When I come to talk- Com. Dreamland Barbecue since 1958. Coach Brown arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate, or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dream. Dreamland, that wonderful hickory smoked barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy Barbecue Sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa, and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. The Pharmacy at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of the pharmacist. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility—the only sterile compounding facility here in T town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side—if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions. PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com. Conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown—a huge part
0: of our show. Weather brought- Tide
6: 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today 78. Mostly fair tonight below 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Yeah.
0: The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I spent last night in the
6: arms
4: of a girl in Louisiana
7: he is a radio a man. Situation. Seven
3: to ten, Monday through Friday. ESPN 104.5 in Baton Rouge. He played with the LSU Bengal Tigers. T Bob A Bear. Welcome back to Tuscaloosa. Hope you're having a great day.
7: Oh, uh, I am having a great day. I am feeling healthy finally for the first time in a couple of weeks been battling shingles for about three weeks now today's the first day that i'm feeling good and thanks to uh thanks to alabama um i have clarity right like one of the worst, places, well the to of the worst places to be as a fan is in the purgatorial unknown are you a championship team or are you not a championship team right and Look, LSU up to this point had been a bit of a tease where there was like just enough offense to be like, maybe, maybe somewhere in the SC championship. But look, man, the the bottom line is now we've seen LSU play two playoff caliber teams in Alabama and FSU, and both games went the exact same way. The offense was really damn good for about two and a half quarters, kept you into it, but in the end... The margin of error was just too small because you have an awful defense. So yeah, I mean, I'm feeling, I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling clear-headed today. And you know, Ryan, I gotta say, I mean, all you Alabama fans are my mentions. You're coming for me, like I don't understand it. I thought you all measured yourself by championships. Like, are you really that pumped to beat a six and three football team? Like, no, a, it's a, a team that lost to a team, it is a team that lost tears. I mean, team, right, right. A team that lost to Ole Miss. Like, I don't know, dude. I thought you were above it, but I guess not. I'm, I'm kind of wrong. I don't know. You know, I, I tend to be wrong sometimes.
3: Well, I mean, I, we just, you know, I started getting messages literally in the fourth quarter. You got to get T-Bop back on Monday. You got to <laughs> get him back on Monday. Uh, so so you're you're popular with these alabama fans all right so let me get right to it because you do your whiskey and wine or is it wine and whiskey whiskey and wine, Whis- whiskey, and wine. whiskey and wine yeah with, with, with you and matt Moscana and uh i had several people that sent it to me and i watched it i watched it on my drive home i wanted to see what you guys were talking about i think it was. yeah yeah yeah
7: i know you all just wanted to show up to drink
3: my tears anyway continue. Okay, but I I noticed you did side with Dallas Turner. Matt Muscala yeah. took the other way. You're a former player. Matt certainly knows football as well as anybody and I love Matt. We love Matt here in, in Tuscaloosa. But uh, you had a different side with Dallas Dowis- Turner passes. uh there. T- tell me tell me your take.
7: Yeah, look man, um and I should preface this with I uh I was a dirty player. I love late hits after the whistle. I love cheap shots. I love trying to get away with as much as you can and then forcing the other person to get triggered and hit you and get a personal foul. So uh and I love the violence of football, right? Um it's one of the best parts about the game. So preface it to say that like that is my perspective when I evaluate something like this. Uh but when I see that if you want to have a breakdown, like a nuanced debate about is it targeting, it's not targeting, there's obviously a conversation to be had there. I don't really care about that. You know, I, I, I don't. What, what what I did kind of take issue with is, is this is like, this is just a super dirty play by Dallas Turner, and I can't believe he was trying to hurt Harold, he was trying to hurt Jaden Daniels. And, 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 and what I'm kind of looking at is like, but that's just football. Like, I've never known a great football player that has ever been like, I'm going to hit this guy reasonably. You know, I'm I'm going to hit this guy kind of soft because I want to make sure he's okay. Like, no, like, as I grew up playing the game and as I understand the game, when you have a chance to take the kill shot and it's within the rules, you hit him as hard as you can. And like, I always tried to approach the game that way. I mean, I I would be hypocritical, say anything different. I went an entire spiel on my morning show on Friday about how violence is such a great part of this game. And it's really the last bastion of violence. It's the only place where you can go out there and seek to inflict pain on another human being and you get celebrated for it. That is nowhere else in society. And probably rightfully so, right? That's why we need this sort of outlet. But like... That is a core part of football. So no, I, I mean, I feel for Jay Daniels. It sucks that it happened to the team that I cheer for, but I wish I had a Dallas Turner out here sweeping the legs and taking out people. Like I wish Harold Perkins would have caught Jalen Milro under the chin and knocked him out like. <laughs> Yeah, that's football, man. That that. No, I agree. I mean, me.
3: I mean, if we let some of these folks that uh, are on social networks, I mean, they'll put a dress and flags on them out there. I mean, I mean, so it's it is football. We love it. I mean, we love contact. Uh Let me ask. And, and, and let's be Go clear. Ahead. And
8: let's be
7: clear. Like it's not to say that there's no such thing as a dirty hit, right? Um. And and this is weird because it gets. Did you think a lot, that was like, a dirty hit? No, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I don't think so. Is it targeted or not? That's a conversation. But targeting doesn't always equal dirty hit. Like, we see it all the time. People get a bit unlucky into targeting, right? And there's enough gray over there. I mean, they reviewed it. I'm not saying I necessarily agree or don't agree with the review. But, like, there's enough gray area there where it's not just clearly, like, a super illegal hit. Um, And there's no college rule about landing on the body, right? And so until they change that, defenders are going to try to inflict maximum pain because that's what defenders do. But, I mean, there are dirty hands, right? There's, like, going for guys' knees there, looking like... I love Nick Fairley, but he was probably... And, again, I appreciate this, but, like, he was probably the dirtiest player I ever played against, right? Like, cheap-shotting you in the back way after the play. In the corner. Like, that was not what Dallas Turner did. Now, you can say he meant to inflict maximum pain. Yes. That doesn't mean dirty. That doesn't like because that's really what I'm trying to do. Every time I hit someone, is inflict
3: maximum pain. T-Bob, has there been any discussion there locally about because at this point you're you're sacrificing health to put Daniels back out there? Uh, Anything that you you thought? I mean, did 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 Brian Kelly should he have put him? Uh, back out there because he tried, and, uh, you know, I guess the SEC or whoever, maybe. No, mom. no, 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 no. That was, um, so as Brian Kelly said after the game,
7: this is all I have to go off. Okay. Right? So I don't know okay. if it's true or not. Is that in his post game, he said that the medical staff evaluated him, said he'd go back out there, and then, because, you know, I know in the NFL they have spotters and stuff. I don't know what the protocol in college is, but then that same medical staff was like, ah, well, actually, guys, we may have been a bit, you know, they reconsidered their decision. And they reevaluated him. They took him out. So uh, BK, you you could say it's passing the buck. He's always been pretty great about taking responsibility with stuff. He he said that he's like, I don't make that decision. That was the medical staff. They cleared him and then they uncleared him.
3: And we're collecting. And and, and to be clear on that,
7: like, I don't think like, okay, people get so upset with things like cancel culture or like, why is this? Everybody wants consistency in this world. It's, like, really, all all this stuff is is a social democracy, right? And, and with our actions, we prove what makes us angry, or what doesn't, what matters, or what doesn't. Somebody's going to write that article about Daniels getting back out there. Ultimately, I think the social democracy is going to say they don't really care because they immediately took him out. Maybe I'm wrong there, but that's my read on it. I don't think that's a big deal at all.
3: All right, we're we're collecting rent here from T. Bob A. Bear, and uh, we're 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 casting Rent?
7: In. I mean, what are you talking about, dude? How about you go win a championship?
3: Like, go beat Georgia.
7: Hey, Not we're on the are the bulldogs. The, Cuck we're here. on
3: the tier tour right now. We're getting all these. Uh, I mean, we we got I, it from I Tennessee. Guess, but what, no, what happens the, if you go? What happens if you go lose
7: to Georgia in, in Atlanta? Like, what do you mean? Then everything I said is still true. It'll be the first time ever in the Saban area you've gone three years without winning a national championship. You're, you're out here celebrating beating the 100-ranked defense in the country. What happened to Alabama, dude? It's just so sad to see greatness fall in such a drastic way. It bums me out.
3: I can tell. I can tell. I bet you won't even <laughs> sleep any tonight. All right. I want to ask you about your coach, okay? And I want to, I want to go back to Tom, yes. Tommy Moffitt because we talk often here in Tuscaloosa that Alabama misses Scott Cochran. Does that LSU yeah. miss Tommy and Moffitt? Um, but, 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 I'm not a, I not ai can not answer this. Because well, I say I'm getting pushed around Saturday. And I'm like, Whoa. No, no. Well, I mean, I don't know now. Hold on now. That LSU offensive line was pushed around
7: Alabama. Let's be clear about that. Like, Dr. Sort Turner of got his hit, but that LSU offensive line was whooping Alabama's ass a lot of the hit. Like, in that fourth and one, they should have just ran the ball. Well, so I, I, don't I, know I was looking at that.
3: Alabama's offensive line against that defensive front. Yes. Yeah,
7: yeah. but then but then that's the problem, right? It's everything on that LSU defense is just bad. So I don't know that I can put that on the strength coach. And, and with Tommy Moffitt, it's like, you can't ask me that because Tommy Moffitt is the best coach and my favorite coach I've ever played for, you know? So like I'm not I, I just can't. Well, I just and for those who may or may not remember,
3: I mean, we, you know, we talk about Scott Cochran here. Uh, he is a disciple of Tommy Moffat. I mean, he, he, yes. it's the system. Yes. It, yeah, it was not Scott Cochran's system. All it was the Tommy stuff Moffitt. that
7: Cochran does,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's all Moffat stuff. Like I do that stuff. Like so, I I I, I feel yes, I, I feel that. Now we, we, we've lost um, some
3: here in Tuscaloosa. We don't have the power that we used to have.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean,
7: it's crazy when you have mason smith and harold perkins and that defense is just so sad but i don't think that's a strength coach issue right like so when one side of the ball looks physically dominant it's playing great i can't say that. like malik neighbors looks as explosive as anybody on a field that offensive line with will campbell and everybody looks strong as hell so no i mean to me it it this sucks man because i'm a human i empathize with the what being a coach and you go somewhere and you uproot your family and you move and your kids make friends. And then it's such a public job and you're failing on a public level. I'm not talking about madhouse here. You're failing on a public level and your kids have got to hear it at school and they're worried about are oh, we going to have to move again? Like on a human level, it is awful, right? But every job, and you knew there was a bug coming, which even makes me feel like an ale. But every job has their pros and their cons and the pros of being a big-time D coordinator or a big-time coach that you get paid a lot of money, right? And Matt House is one of five coordinators in the country to make $2 million a year. Um, the cons are, again, that your performance is so public, so failure is something that everybody gets to take part in. Uh, but just objectively, right now, it feels like Matt House is in trouble. You know, if Brian Kelly would fire his right-hand man is like hand to the king, which he did in Brian Polian last year after just awful special teams. It's and, and, and again, I know, and maybe this saves him in Brian Kelly's eyes. We'll see, right? I know this LSU defense has personnel issues. That is undeniable. Do a mixture of bad pants reporting, uh, poor failed recruiting, bad luck in some ways, injury, and like even something like tragic, like what happened to Greg Brooks. This is a secondary that's been decimated. But I just don't know that there's any – it's just really hard to defend a front seven that looks so hapless that features Harold Perkins and Mason Smith. It's really hard to defend a game plan that looks like it would have been better suited to stopping Peyton Manning than it was Jalen Milroe. I mean, the way that they were dropping guys into coverage, not spying Milroe, undisciplined rush lane. I mean, Milroe was looking at that field like me at a Chinese buffet. You know, like like when you feel pressured to just go back for that third plate of sesame <laughs> chicken in Low mein because you ought to get your money's worth. Like if they're going to open it up and let you eat everything, well, you better get you better get one over on him. And Saturday, Jalen Milrow got one over on the buffet, and, and so at that point, you got to ask the chef what's going on.
9: And right. and so it sucks, and I okay, feel for it, but, but I don't but, know what's going to happen. See,
3: let me let me throw this right here out, and I I could throw the same thing at Nick Saban. Um, when you come out of spring and you know that you're weak in a certain area, that transfer portal window is open. And for a program like LSU, who won the SEC West last year, beat Alabama in year number one under Brian Kelly, uh, you would think that they would be able to go out and clean some of that up. It almost takes your rebuttal away from you as a head coach. You know it's weak coming out of spring. Go well, fix it.
7: They Well, they tried to, though, right? They brought in Denver Harris, which was quite like they do. He had character concerns. He's suspended right now. Or not a fit. They haven't said officially he's fit, but he's like healthy and active, whatever. You know, he's not on the team. I mean, he, he's, he, it's weird. He's just basically fit. Um They bring in Deuce Chestnut, an all ACC quarterback from Syracuse. He, too, is in the same situation as Denver Harris. Um, you have Greg Brooks, who a couple of seasons of the game, that's your captain. Your are Harden leader a couple of seasons of the game. Just the god awful news that he has a brain tumor. and 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 he's learning how to, he's having to relearn how to live. At a walk right now. It's sure. a very late. It's a tragic story. If you give Greg books, please do. But um so so they tried. They tried. They brought Zy Alexander, who even though he came from Southeastern, ended up becoming their best cover quarter. He tears his ACL against Army. So they tried and they did it successfully in year one with Jared Converse, and Kai Gardner, Joe Fouche, but every they, they hit on almost everybody in year one. They kind of whiffed on almost everybody in year number two and it's created a situation where Matt House is so terrified of getting beat by the pass that he refuses to take risks, refuses to play man and it results in a game plan where, again, you played Jalen Milrow like he was a dominant pocket passer and Milrow is good at throwing, don't get me wrong. That's why he's so highly rated in terms of just quarterback rating but like if you're going to lose to Milrow, you still want to lose through the air, no? Like like all of our analysis came, I believe, with the core caveat of the baseline foundation is that you, you try to stop Jalen Milrow from beating you with his legs, and then you figure out how to shut down the explosivity on the back end. They really seem to prioritize, no, we're not going to let Milrow throw, and then they just left it wide open for him to feast on the ground.
3: We're talking to T-Bob Abair, final couple of minutes with, here with him. All right, so in your opinion, as a college football analyst who does uh, radio in Baton Rouge, but you also have a national syndicated podcast uh, there with Aaron Murray, when when you look at this Alabama team, let me paint a scenario for you. Alabama beats Kentucky. They mm-hmm. beat Chattanooga. They beat Auburn on the road. They go and they upset Georgia in the SEC title game. In your opinion, yeah. should this team be in the playoffs?
7: What do you mean? Yeah, what, what, yeah, is that even a question? Well, I mean, I mean a one loss, a one loss, a one loss SEC team's getting a 100%. Like, well, sorry, one loss SEC champion. Right? Like, that, That's
0: that's 100%. Okay. Um, so, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's any question there.
3: Okay. So the empire that, uh, could be fallen last week is now, uh, sitting here thinking about a national title. I mean, we're, that's what we think about here in Tuscaloosa, T Bob. I mean, it's. Yeah.
7: Yeah, that's what I said. Unless you go lose to your, you know, your your former, you know, like I said, Kirby's kind of cucking Nick now. He's right. taking all so, this thunder. So with that, is cabinet.
3: Would an undefeated Georgia going into that game, with in, in their opinion? I mean, I know it's all based on what happens outside of Alabama, but uh, you know, Georgia. No, can be un- left un- out.
7: unless there's unless there's chaos. If undefeated Georgia loses the SEC championship, I don't see them getting back in. Unless you, there's you do chaos. not,
3: you do not, do not, do not, do
7: not. Schedule not strong enough. Even though they might stack some ranked wins at the end here, I mean it would it would take, you know, it, like you said, it would take Florida State losing, it would take a multi-loss Pac-12 champion, a multi-loss Big 12 champion. Like the three three other conferences would have to eliminate themselves before a one-loss non-champion Georgia would climb in over a one-loss champion.
3: T-Bob, you're a good sport, man. Uh, let those LSU Bengal Tiger fans will know that we'll be back down there next November. You guys can get revenge on on the Crimson Tide.
7: Uh, uh, yeah, don't worry. I'm, I'm like that goofy me. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to talk my crap to you all every single year. And guess what? Next year, LSU going to whoop that ass in Death Valley just like you said. So get ready because all you did was buy yourself a little 364-day reprieve before BK and the Tigers come back for you.
3: T-Bob, have a great afternoon, man. I'm glad you're feeling hey, great. Go
7: beat, go beat Georgia, Ryan. How about that? You well, know? I know I let you down right. hey, on Texas
3: because you, you, you sent me a message that said please beat Texas, and we couldn't get it yeah. done. Yeah, we couldn't I get needed it you to. I needed you to. And you blew it because you always blow it for me when I
7: need you to do something. So you know what? Like you want to be great, you want to continue the empire, prove you're not decaying. Go beat Georgia, go win an at. It's not that hard to do. Apparently, not for y'all. So go do
3: it. Roll Tide.
7: No, no, never, 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 never.
3: Not even (laughs) like, not even like SEC, SEC, SEC. No,
7: no, no. Hell no. I want the SEC to burn. If if I had my way, I would have had LSU win the SEC championship. Or not even that. If I had it my way. I would have no SEC team make the playoff. I would have the SEC get completely left out of the 14th playoff. That'd be man,
3: awesome. I mean, you're like Grinch before Christmas here. All right. T Bob, have a great show or have a great uh, afternoon and have a great show tomorrow morning, man. Thanks. Have a great Y'all day. Y'all
7: have a great
3: day. Later, Ryan. We love you. We love you. T Bob we will continue with more of the phone calls. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Greg's up first. Paul and Lincoln. We just wanted to collect some rent. I mean, I mean, that's the, the receipts, as uh, Corey Miller said this morning on Miller's Edge. I've still got the receipts, the receipts. The rent is due. We appreciate T-Bob. Good sport. He actually offered to me to come back home. He literally said, hey, okay, all right, I'll come back home. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
8: Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show.
1: Joining us tomorrow as DC DC Capstone Report joins us to talk good, bad, and ugly. We'll get what he thought was a turning point in the game. We'll get what he thought was the best thing he saw in the game. We'll also turn our attention toward Kentucky as Alabama takes this show on the road. We'll have those conversations and more on the Martin Houston Show, powered by Match Sports
8: catch the Martin Houston show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide
3: 100.9. Hey, danielmoreart.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary that Alabama fan in your life. It's danielmoreart.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about and we talk about living rooms Tua to Tonga-Vailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Brian, Danielmoreart.com. Remember the code word, The Game, gets a significant discount. you got to put it in, The Game, significant discount, Danielmoreart.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select The Game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you. Go into DanielMoreArt.com. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside. Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia.
10: Rumors spread around tonight to
11: take the town but the sack outside game You know what I'm talking about? Just let me know if you wanna go.
0: You know, a lot of people you have like
11: brought
3: up Perrie Bennett's hit "The Sack." You know, if Daniel Moore, you know, would paint a photo. Let me ask you, in current 2023, if Cornelius Bennett had took out Steve Berline, by the way, Steve Berline was calling national radio, was actually in the box uh on Saturday. So uh, I'm sure he probably thought about uh, man the last time. I received a hit like that uh steve berline's even talked about it with uh Cornigius bennett and i think they've even did some photos from charities so uh good all in good sport but uh what if that hit had happened in 2023 i mean if, if, I, if I, that meltdown happened with Dallas turner's hit what would it have been like cornegas bennett back in the middle 80s taking out steve berline uh that's probably hanging on a lot of our walls i've got it hanging on mine uh that's autographed from uh cornegas bennett so uh Pretty awesome when you think about uh, that hit, that moment, that uh, just craziness. Uh, but it, we'll got, we have Nick Saban's reaction that we'll get into a little bit later. But we'll take uh, your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Let's go to Greg in Athens. The Good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com And The Bad It Ugly is sponsored by the Mississippi River that's overflowing because of those LSU tears. Greg, I hope all is well.
9: Brian, I am well. And I appreciate you having Um, T-Bob on, I've met T-Bob a few times, really nice, been, you know, good to me, and we've had some conversations, and I saw his pronouncement uh, prior to the game about the demise of the Empire, and I responded back to a, in a general sense, from a historical standpoint, that what we witnessed uh, Saturday night at Bryant-Denny Stadium was the uh, equivalent of the Mariana's turkey shoot in World War II where we just decimated an already decimated uh, defense, uh, in this case the um, LSU Tigers. And, you know, wh- when right before the game came on, I was doing some research, and LSU had only punted 15 times this season. And I was concerned um, about, you know, Alabama's ability to try to contain to to some degree the quarterback Jane Daniels, and there were times where you could see one of the ends get around and almost grab him, and he would shift and he takes off for 30 yards. And so um, I believe the last time that happened was on his last drive, where they scored right after the the opening kickoff in the second half. But we made some adjustments. And, um, and here's some things. I, I had a, a long-running conversation on Twitter with a friend of mine who's a submarine veteran from Louisiana. When you go in and you go that early on fourth down and you don't even try running it with the most dynamic runner, uh, probably today in college football, um, and you don't get it, you're surrendering. When you try to kick field goals in Bryant-Denny Stadium against us, you're not going to win those games. And so um, I, I, I was just proud of the effort, the team effort. Uh, they had no 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 way to answer us defensively. And considering they punted less than uh, two times a game, we made them punt twice. They went for it on downs at least once and didn't make it. Um, and then they, they had a missed field goal. So their plan was to score every drive, and obviously that didn't work. And when it doesn't work, they had nothing left in the bag to grab, Ryan. And so I think you know, not only do we owe the offensive line and, and the defense guys uh, kudos here, but we also owe it to Tommy Reese. And- oh, it was his brilliant, brilliant.
3: I mean, it, yeah. and I say brilliant? That eh, may be an overused word, but it was a it was his best game plan, and it's not even close. It right. The way – And I was talking with Martin today at lunch, and we were throwing this around, and I made up the comment. I said, I wonder if they watch some of LSU's film somehow, some way, because I know the offense really didn't study the other offense, right? But if you look at it, take Jaden Daniels. Take the mobility away. Is that the same offense? Not even close. Not even close. It's the element that keeps the defense on their heels. And you go, this is Alabama. This is the potential. This is what that offense can be. And if they play like this, you know, we could be talking about a team that came from, you know, a Texas loss where we thought it was all coming to an end, and, and here we are. So, uh, a credit to the greatest football coach that ever walked the sidelines. It, it is, yeah, he, he just you know, he's handled the season masterful.
9: I sent a tape of LSU's defensive performance to the SEC office for sanctions uh, because that was criminal the way they played, you know that was that. Was, watching LF, LSU's defense was more offensive to, to me than watching any quarterback get sacked by any player anywhere. And um, people just have to get off these calls or non-calls and just go, you know, it's not the no, no call or the wrong call from a, a penalty standpoint that cost you the game. It's that play you take off um, where you're not supposed to be. We gave them a touchdown because the, Alabama defender went for the ball instead of making the tackle and ending the half us sub-by-seven. Those are the things that Coach Saban's going to focus on.
3: So, yeah, I mean, when you think about this team, uh, the offensive line, I mean, there's so many game balls you could hand out. You certainly, you know, start with Nick Saban moving past Vince Dooley. You got to start there. I mean, that, that, that within itself. I mean, nobody thought this would yeah. ever happen when he first arrived here. And, you know, the next guy is Coach Paul Bear Bryant. He's, you know, 20 wins away from that. Uh, so it'll take him a few years, but that, that's certainly in striking distance. Then when you look at Jalen Milrow sitting an all-time school record, you look at Tommy Reese, you look at the offensive line, you look at this second-half adjustments. Alabama's been so great uh, coming out of the third quarter. They've outscored their opponent 93-31 to 31 in the third quarter. Let that sink in. Uh, and the rest of college whoa, whoa, whoa. football is feared about this team in Tuscaloosa. They're going, they're going oh, no, oh, no. Here they come again. Here they come. The month of November has been good to Alabama over the years, and it looks like it's sitting up for another great month of November.
9: Well, you know, Ryan, if you take away both quarterbacks from this ball game and look at the stat line, LSU's running backs combined for 43 yards, a 3.6-yard average. And um, our running backs combined for 136 yards, I believe, for a um, – a five point six yard average. I mean, if your running backs are averaging over five and a half yards a carry, um, you're going to uh, win those games. I mean, we we've only given up as a defense, I believe, thirteen points in the second half in the last four games.
3: Yeah, well, look at it. I mean, the last six quarters, I mean, this has been great football. But Kevin Steele's been the difference. Um, and, he has and, been. And I know that people got tired of me talking about Pete Golding. But I saw what Pete Golding was doing to limit the defensive ceiling. And Kevin Steele has come in. He's fixed this Alabama defense. And he's got them playing a championship caliber that's been missing in Tuscaloosa. And I know we, we talk about what it, what could have been. But uh, what if he's a part of last year's team? What if he's a part of, you know, a, a, you know 2021 Um I can only think about, wow, it was that big. And I don't know why Nick Saban couldn't see it. I don't know if he was just biased toward Pete Golding. But, Kevin Steele, I hope you're in Arkansas picking up the Frank Brawl's Assistant Coach of the Year Award because you deserve it.
9: Uh, The good, uh, uh, Ryan, was the um, running attack of this offense. LSU had no answer for that. Um, The bad was the... um, Giving up the last touchdown on that right before the half expired by the defense, that was preventable. Sure. And, and, and you, thought was, was flip. You, you thought that was a flip.
3: You thought that momentum yeah. was going, okay, Alabama played about as good as you could play in the first quarter and a half. Yeah. And then it kind of got slipped away. Um. Right.
9: And then the, the ugly would have been the two field goals that our kicker missed, which is uncharacteristic from to miss one, but to miss two um, in the same game. You know, it was it was. I guess it was good that we didn't need those field goals, but um, if he's going to miss them, I'd rather him do it in this game than down the line where we might need him more in the future.
3: Yep, fair enough. I mean, at some point, you're not going to stay perfect. I mean, they don't do it in the NFL. They don't do it in the college game. So, no. At some point, it's go ahead and get it out of your head. Get it out of your head. And if you don't
9: like this game, there's something wrong with you because this was as close as perfect as we've seen all year.
3: Yep, great point, Greg. Thank you so much, man. Roll tide. Thank you, Roll Tide. Right back to you. We'll continue with more phone calls. We're going to take those. Paul and Lincoln, we'll get to you coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you're a homer. Power equipment. If you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery operated tools, the Echo outdoor power equipment, Cress outdoor power equipment, the battery operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department. Do that end of the season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996, Northport Power Equipment. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320 ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bharden, dot com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst. dot com. Brian Harden Construction Construction, Industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction. Every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. Meet Bruce.
0: The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tied 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: And we go right back to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, it was great to see you on Saturday. I hope all
12: is well, Ryan. It was great to see you guys. It was great to see Blueberry Steve and his brother and their two sons. Man, it was uh, good to put a good to put a, a, a face with a voice. And uh, you know, Ryan, before we parted ways um, Saturday night, before we walked into the stadium, you know, I told Blueberry Steve and his brother and their their two sons i said i hope this game because this was their first game this college football game ever their first trip to a college football game ever and i told them i hope this game lives up to the height because uh what you're fixing to see you'll you'll never forget the the longest day that you live and i feel like they got their money's worth i was just sitting there
3: thinking uh, could you imagine your first college game that they've ever been to. Blueberry Steve and his family came down from Montreal, Canada, which is a part of our show. They've been calling us for a couple of years, and uh, wanted to you know meet and say hello. And and that was their first game. And everything else is downhill. I don't want to tell you, Blueberry Steve, but uh, everything else yeah. is down here, other than winning a national title. I mean, that environment, Lord have mercy. I mean, they
12: that environment was, Ryan. It was. Uh, listen, I thought the Tennessee environment was off the chain. That environment Saturday night, Ryan, was it was unbelievable. I mean, there is to me there is no other. And I know you hear Tiger Stadium on a Saturday night and Lee County on a Saturday night. I, I get all that. I've been there, I've done that, and I've gotten the T-shirt. But I'm telling you, Ryan, there was not a more formidable environment in all of sport than it was Saturday night in Bryant Denny. I'm telling you, Ryan, you were there. I was there. I'm sure several of the other callers were there. It was off the chain, and it made a massive difference in that ball game. I'm well, I mean, look at you. the
3: snap infractions. Look, look at the way that you know Alabama's crowd walks away with a lot of those penalties, uh, kind of getting credit to them. And, and Nick Saban, you know, thanked them once again. I mean, they have lifted this team up where they needed to be lifted up. Uh, and Brian didn't Denny is not a place at times can be like a library because they beat so many teams so bad right i mean it's, it can be quiet in there too um that one uh, the alabama players gave something to cheer about
12: well i got to give credit to the university because they have completely redone and enhanced that environment especially at night the, that those the, that light show and the, and the and the music and just the vibe right it's it's uh it's unbelievable it is it's it's a party man it is they have brian denny has become uh a place where the the visitor comes especially those night games um you better uh you better buckle it up because uh it it made a huge difference and I, my hat's off to the fans what what, what a night what a night. Uh, Ryan you know you've got, to, you've got to collect a couple stakes from our buddy Dawson, don't you? Don't don't forget that, okay?
3: Now what what was the bad? Help me because I don't think I wrote it down. Well, he he told
12: you that LSU would not score ten points or oh. fourteen points.
3: Oh, that's right, that's right. Remember
12: that. So that's, well, right. that's two stakes so th- that our but, buddy but, Dawson. But forget notes.
3: about the stake. I want to see him walk from where he's at to Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Did he say he was going to walk naked? He said he was going to walk. Did, did I hear him uh, say that? I think he did say naked. I, I think he did. I thought he yep. said naked. He'd walk from Fayette
12: County to Tuscaloosa. Naked. And buy you two steaks. All, all the while,
5: he's the naked as a jaybird. I so, like it. Uh.
3: Well, I mean, I don't like him being naked, but I like him paying up on the bed. Uh
5: <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Sorry, Dawson. Right
3: I, I don't want to see you naked.
12: Is uh. anybody heard? Is, there, is Tony okay? Has anybody heard from Tony? Because, you know. Last week he said, uh, you know, he was thrown in jail after the Tennessee game. But if Alabama beat LSU, uh, the, it, it, you know, there's no telling what what is going to happen with him. So somebody hopefully is checked in on Tony, and he's not in Leavenworth or somewhere like that because uh, he was, uh, you know, <laughs> Tony's he's part of the he's part of the uh, the greatest show uh, on on the air. So well, uh, we got to
3: listen. We're going to give out some, uh, you know. Barron Celis coming up three
12: thirty. He's got to eat some crow. Oh, uh, I mean, massive, massive. Uh, yeah, but Ryan, I tell you what. You know, I said, I said last week I thought that we were primed to to have our best our best game up to this point all year, and and we did, Ryan. I mean, you know, I know it, it was it was shaky that that offense LSU has is is the real deal especially with that that quarterback Jaden Daniels his mobility like you said earlier it just it just enhances their offense and it puts so much their offense puts defenses in such conflict but now Ryan now we've seen the evolution of the Alabama offense and that that conflict that LSU's offense can 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 give defenses, you're going to start seeing, and we certainly did Saturday night. We put LSU's offense, I mean defense, in major conflict with the legs of Jalen Milroe That that I agree with. You. That was Tommy Tommy Reed's best game, um, not only the scheme, but the call, the play calls, the 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 read options, and Buddy when when it opened up. And, uh, uh, Milro took off, and, and that, that young man's got a burst, and he's like a 225 pound truck coming down the field. And, uh, that just, that just completely enhances our offensive weaponry. Um, and, uh, and you almost wonder I,
3: why did we not see more of it? You know, was the, because I went many different areas to try to find, you know, if there was truly a, injury that prevented him from being mobile if that was part of it uh i've got people that tell me that it it was and i got a lot of people that say that it wasn't i had a reliable source this morning that texted me and sent me a message said um i think he was and i said well you would know more than i do and so what regardless of what it is if alabama for one nick saban's been able to navigate this team where they're undefeated in the sec
12: yes yes and uh into the into the detriment i might say detriment listen a, a lot of folks were hoping that alabama would crash and burn saturday night I, when i say a lot of folks i'm sure there's a lot of fan bases and certainly some of the national media pundits uh they were ready to throw dirt on the grave uh after lsu would come in there and brightened and beat us but now now they're Listen, I know there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. Alabama's got to continue to play and um, and, and and win uh, to get to get to where we want to be, which is Atlanta. But you know the national the, the, these these media types are hoping and praying that Texas stays uh, only one loss because they feel like just from here hearing, hearing some of the the, the talk I've heard. They feel like that is going to be what keeps Alabama out of the playoff. But I, you know, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. We've got just win, weeks. baby. Just Let win. Just win. Just keep winning. Keep winning. Got it. All right, Ryan. Thank you, Paul. My, my roll was, oh,
3: okay. Yeah, no, roll no, side, no, 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good. No, I'm just going to say uh,
12: the offensive line uh, was a good. And you could go so many directions with the good offensive line. I'm going to say, and the in the bad and the ugly was just the. The tears for fears, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, there is a lot of whining and crying. uh, I love it. I'm enjoying every every bit of it.
3: And it's it's not just Baton Rouge. It's all over college football. I mean, you've got them screaming because they see what's happening, and we all do as well. Thanks, Paul. We appreciate it, man.
12: Time, buddy.
3: Right back to you. We'll come back. Digger, I wonder what Digger will say about what we just talked about with Texas. Then we get Robert and Mobile. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports
13: it's time to spruce up your home
3: with Randy Smalley the to toyota.com a huge part of our show we are powered by those guys every single day the service department always great the new inventory side all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty and right now we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years Camry's Corollas RAF4s, Highlanders forerunners tundras Tacomas also the pre-owned inventory most of the pre-owned inventory comes So that same lifetime powertrain warranty, see all of the inventory. TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time there's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made, Here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water, you'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark, downtown
0: Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. What's for dinner? Tide 100.9,
6: Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today, is 78. Mostly fair tonight, the low 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
14: here's Dan
15: Byer. A crazy day in Major League Baseball, and it has to do with managers. David Ross is out as the skipper of the Cubs. That's because the Cubs just hired Craig Council, the former manager of the Brewers. Council becomes the highest paid skipper in baseball, as reports say he gets a five-year deal to manage the Cubs worth $40 million. Other managerial news. Carlos Mendoza is going to be the new skipper of the New York Mets. He most recently was the bench coach for the New York Yankees, while Stephen Vogt is now the skipper of the Cleveland Guardians. College basketball tips off today. The women's game is already at it. Number six, South Carolina dropped number 10, Notre Dame, 100-71. While Ohio State ranks seventh, trails number 21, USC, 69-62, midway through the fourth quarter. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones going to miss the rest of the year with a torn ACL. While Browns left tackle Jedrick Wills Jr. will be placed on IR with a knee injury. Eagles send in Dallas Goddard to miss at least four weeks with a fractured arm.
1: Pray to God, I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours, picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers, and I'm on
3: Football. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tuscaloosa Toyota. dot com. How about a Tundra? How about a Tacoma? How about a Forerunner? Highlander? Rav Four? You'll find those at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Dot com. The service department's always there and always running some great specials. You could see that. You could also schedule that service, but electrify your life with the all new 2024 Grand Highlander. It is David DeSantis in Tuscaloosa, Toyota. We are doing the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. And right now, for a limited time, if you're thinking about Christmas presents, uh, your chance to save 20% by just mentioning the word the game. The game is. And when you check out there, select the game, and you get a 20% discount on any of the products, any of the products. Whether you're doing a print, whether you're doing uh, some of their metallic prints, uh, those items, 20% off. They've got mugs, they've got calendars, so it's uh, 20% off. You can celebrate those special moments, whether uh Daniel Moore is working on a canvas or maybe he's going to wait for something bigger and better. but. uh Uh, Certainly a big moment on Saturday evening. We had T. Bob A. Bear. We'll talk to Barrett Saleh. Martin will join us a little bit later than he normally does at four o'clock. So even if you're on hold and we have to get to Barrett, uh, we'll we'll come back to you because it's going to be Barrett for you know eight to ten minutes, and then we're going to be done. And we're going to serve him some crow, however he wants it barbecue sauce. We can do um, you know any any way he wants it ranch, honey mustard. I mean we got it all ketchup, mustard, Tabasco, hot sauce. Louisiana hot sauce. Any way you want to do it, let's go to Digger. Uh, He can have some crow, too. Digger, good afternoon. You're in the game.
7: What kind of crow have I got to eat? I mean, you've been talking smack
3: all about this Alabama team all season. Well,
7: no. See, this is a fallacy y'all don't understand. I want you to win every single game. You're rooting for the tide? It makes Texas look better. Am
3: I right? Come on, and and we kind of need you guys to do some stuff, like show up when you're playing Oklahoma. You guys keep flirting, though. You guys keep flirting with that disaster, though.
7: Maddie, you get on the field with your backup quarterback. Are you going to beat LSU?
3: Oh, we beat anybody.
7: Backup quarterback, I'm talking about, not Milrow. I told you you can win with Milrow. Okay, backup quarterback, are you going to win?
3: Oh yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, playing no, that, you're not. Play, oh. playing that schedule you guys play.
7: <laughs> we played K State and they were number four in Russian, and we shut them down with twenty four yards, buddy. We got a couple of mistakes,
3: too. and we're not talking about shutting down. We're talking about. I mean, you guys are just playing with fire here, but you, you should be able to win out. Should be able to win out.
7: Right. So the point I'm trying to make, the good is that you won. By the way, T. Bob
14: is an idiot. I can tell he's been on the debate team before. Oh, my goodness. He's bad at it, too. Okay, you can suck at you, Bob, if dude, you want I, mean, I dude, know you are blow yeah. on the radio, but come on. Don't,
3: don't you live down there? Don't you I live in that him. state? I do, and I hate the
7: man. Okay? That's not nice. I hate him. I hate Bobby. Guess what? This is going to shock you. My mother's an A-bear. We're in the family gene pool. It's So that's your cousin, T-Bob.
14: Long-distance cousin. Not Bobby is my cousin. Come on, I'm not that young. But anyway, ugly. Are you ready for your ugly? We are. You got the good. Yeah, yeah, Here's we're, your
7: we're ready. <laughs> You're going to love this.
14: Dallas Turner is taking on the folklore. Oh, Adamus and Sue is the dirtiest college player. That's not true. To
3: Come on. shot artist. You didn't like okay. it when he knocked out Quinn Ewers last year because it was a football
2: play. Because it and was it- a
7: flag, and it was a penalty, and he was called for it, okay? And y'all are telling me it's not an illegal shot. I mean, I had to deal with this with Miller earlier today. He said, I, mean, I said, dude, it's against the rules. It's a penalty. It's illegal. Okay, you're roughing the passer. You're knocking him out of the game. Can't you go a mono, a mono like everybody else? No, you're flipping the game board here when you're about to get crowned by the queen, okay? You're bumping that rear bumper in NASCAR and spinning him out and out of control when you're drafting up on high banks. If any of you NASCAR people know what I'm talking about in the game board when you take out a player. You're not playing in the rules. It's a penalty,
14: Brian, Brian,
3: Palestine.
14: Okay, you ready for your ugly?
3: Well, I thought that's what you were giving us.
14: No, that was your bad. Here's your ugly. Alabama wins out and Texas wins out, and there's three
7: undefeated in there, Washington, Michigan, or Ohio State, and Florida
3: State.
14: Who's their fourth? I need for you
3: to say it on the air. Who is your fourth? If Texas wins out, they came to Tuscaloosa. I mean, if you're asking if the debate is Texas-Alabama? Yes. Yeah. Let, me, let me say this <laughs> about the committee, though. Uh, how, how quick can uh, Quinn Ewers get, get back? Because that's, that's a part of it. He might come back next week. Okay. So you get him back for Iowa State. It was a... It was
7: a it was a second-degree separation. He's already throws. But now,
3: remember now, you guys play big brother this weekend. TCU. TCU. TCU, they that's been big won. brother for the last four or five years. Many, I mean, they, they whip it up on them long ones.
7: Gary, Gary Patterson's not there anymore, but it's on our side. Oh Yes, TCU's had the better of us, okay? I guarantee you. And they have that little nasty habit of taking out quarterbacks, too. We've learned our lesson, okay? I'm being serious about that. They've got issues with that, too. So I'm just letting you know who goes if you have Washington, Michigan, and Florida State. Who's the next one? Who is it? Tell me. I need to hear it from you. Come on. you got to admit it.
3: I mean, if Texas is there, they're the Big 12 champ. And if it's Alabama, Texas, I've already said it. It's Texas. I mean, they came to Tuscaloosa. Okay. That was hard for you. <laughs> no, I mean it. No, be honest with you. I've been saying it for weeks, and I get I get in trouble when I say it because, I. That's why I think Georgia needs to go and be the number one team in the country, undefeated. I know everybody wants to see Georgia go down. I get it, but if you want a pathway to get to college football playoffs, to make it a no brainer for the committee, put them in number one. Put them in number one. Yeah, beat them. In should, Atlanta,
2: and
7: let's be fair; they should be number
3: one.
14: Instead but, but, of, Ohio but see, State. I, th- I,
3: think, I know the schedule is yeah, weak, and, and I all, think, it, but I think it's a setup. I, I think this committee is setting it up to leave, and you're gonna you're gonna learn this very very quickly when you come into this league. We don't get the favoritism that everybody thinks that we get in the southeastern. Dude, Conference. we don't get it. What are you talking about? We don't get it. We don't get it at all.
7: Don't look, at the, don't look at the game tape and look at that official and tell me how many PIs they got. I'm telling you, we're right there with you, buddy. We understand. Okay? The officiating is not all what it's cracked up to be. And I'm being serious. Yeah. And we got the media against us, too. We're the big white dapple in Texas. Okay? Well,
3: you guys try to pay your way out of things. I know what y'all do.
7: What do you mean, pay? Y'all throw around them pay? dollars and
3: coins.
7: It does show that Georgia and Alabama are the two programs that are outspending everybody else on recruiting.
14: What do you mean pay?
3: We don't.
7: We don't. They've
14: already. They've already squelched
7: all that. A and M won we're,
14: we're, two years ago, but now it's Georgia and Alabama.
7: Who's paying the most for recruiting? It's Georgia and Alabama. Wait, uh,
0: trust
3: They'll me. They'll tell you that. Our NIL fund's not even comparable to what you guys are throwing around out there. Come on. I mean, you, you're, you're not going to pull our leg on that. Digger, have a good day. Roll Is time. Later. Uh, I think I finally got him on uh, out because normally he just hangs up. So I think I got him. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Uh.
16: Yeah, you, I guess you'll need to get some uh, cheese with all the wine everybody's doing with that uh, Dallas Turner's hit because <laughs> there's a lot of whining going That's on That's why out there. I, I wrote it.
3: I wrote it. It's my good, bad, and ugly. I wrote it. as the ugly part, social networks. It's it's changed the way. Uh, it, it's like at some point you want to put a dress and some flags on these guys. Some, some of them do.
16: <laughs> and you think that Dallas Turner trying to take the guy up off the ground and spear him into the uh, – ground and, well they can take a
3: photo and, and capture it at certain <laughs> moments to make it look nick saban talked about yes, it sure. we'll, we'll play the nick saban audio it's it's uh you got called for it for the roughing the passer but at the end of the day it was uh not much more yeah, than that Yeah,
16: i mean, it,
2: yeah, it was, I mean
16: he, he's a routine play back in the day and so now it's dirty what used to be routine, and there, there wasn't. It, it used to be routine, you know, what, uh, maybe ten years ago at the most. Just now, everybody's saying he's he's a dirty cheap shot That's <laughs> just amazing. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, I heard the you uh, know was a bear. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, it's nice sentiment, dude, to think that the SEC champ is guaranteed in, but that's those days are gone. It's gone. This this year. No, the SEC champ is not guaranteed in. It's like uh, like you all just pointed out, there's still some help needed.
3: I mean, highly um, unlikely those for things. those scenarios to go through is is not likely, but it's possible. And I don't trust this committee as far as I can throw them. Never have, never will.
16: Um, well, I'm just trust them. I'm not seeing where they're being unfair. Well, so, I,
3: I think they I put Ohio they're State they're at that number one they're spot they're for a reason.
16: Yeah, maybe so. But still, you know, uh, even if Georgia's number two, That then uh, Oregon's not going to have any win that compares to that. So now, if they don't let Alabama jump Oregon after beating the number two LSU team or number three or number four, I mean, Georgia team, then you're talking about unfair. We can't trust them. Uh, this Oregon will not have a win that's anywhere near as good as that. Uh, they're not going to. So if you go off resume, no, the best chance to jump is for Washington. You have to get Washington or Florida state to lose. Texas is almost, uh, it's a wrap. The rest of their schedule as far as, uh, the conference, Oklahoma can beat them again. So hopefully the Oklahoma will beat them again. But as far as the regular season, uh, forget about it. The, The passage they got left, they got no chance. But, uh, Florida can still beat Florida State if they play inspired football. You know, although Florida's fading fast, aren't
2: they? They <laughs>
16: are. i um, talked to Martin about this the morning on his show. Uh, Miro has, you know, he came up with that Miro won over the naysayers. And, you know, not so much naysayers. Naysayers, you know, is you can't do something. We were skeptical. I was skeptical. You know, I, uh, I'm a skeptic till you make me a believer. You make me a believer about what you do. And that's where I went. So, and Saturday, Milrow moved me, and I'm sure he moved up. Pretty much Everybody in the Alabama fandom, who was, was skeptical of him, can he do this? So now we are believers. We are believers in Jalen Uh You have to wonder, Ryan, Why wasn't this happening sooner? Was it the play calling? If it was the play calling, I mean, that's that's really bad on our part. Okay, you had this potential in Milrow, and we stifled him because of trying to make him into something that, that uh, or the, the office coordinator's acting trying to make him into something that he wanted him to be, instead of accepting what he is and going with it. That's why we lost to Texas. If that's the case, that's, I mean, gosh, wow, that's an excusable. I'm hoping this mural feeling his way and finally accepting what he is. And then he, now he's excelling. Okay. That's growth. But if it was the office coordinator holding him back earlier, that's really not good. I mean, that's really bad. Uh dude, how could you not have seen what we all saw earlier? So hopefully it was Miro growing into this role and not Tommy Reese holding him back, which is why we struggled early and lost the game.
3: So, Robert, when you when you look at this Alabama team, what is the, the ceiling? I mean, are we now thinking that this team could possibly win a national title? Um
16: if we play Melro the way he's played, and and, and we saw it, we knew what we needed was a Cam Newton type season out of him, where you combine the running ability with the uh, and and you know opportunistic passing, which is what we got Saturday. They did, he did exactly what we 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 needed him to do Saturday. LSU, you know, Bobby Abner, and everybody were pointing there. what Curt pointed out. LSU's defense is you know really bad. We should we didn't should not have gone in there struggling against a really bad LSU defense and they and we didn't and we did I mean they could have scored a hundred points if they had if if it needed to be okay now now that shows you hey yeah I and mean, when we do face the good defenses of a Georgia okay we won't get forty one but we can probably we should be able to get thirty and our defense holds them under thirty and and everybody else under thirty there you go. And and, with, and if we play mirror the way he's been playing. We can score on anybody, including Jordan, including everybody else. So yeah, he he not only does he make me a believer for this year, I am a believer for he is the Alabama quarterback until he leaves the school. I I wasn't confident in that uh, before this game, before Saturday. That okay, man, I'm not so sure. Maybe some phenom uh, first year quarterback comes out and could they take this job from him? No, no. The way he plays Saturday, if he keeps this up, no one's taking it from him. He is the Alabama quarterback until he goes to the NFL. And I think he can get there. I'm looking at next year's schedules. Goodness gracious a lot. They're dynamite games. But, it's, yeah, you're going to need to be seasoned to run that schedule next year.
2: Yeah, and so, and, what I mean? okay.
16: and, and what okay, yeah. you're
3: talking about, I mean, you've got uh, still some schedules kind of working its way out, but your non-conference is – South Florida here, Western Kentucky here, at Wisconsin, Mercer here. Then you've got Auburn, Georgia, the Missouri Tigers, South Carolina, LSU, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and then Vanderbilt. However, all that will shake itself out when you talk about uh, the schedule, but that's your opponents.
16: Yeah, the SEC might, you know, it's all are great idea getting Texas and Oklahoma here, but we weren't getting into passes the way other conferences are. We're getting into. Really good, uh, good teams that can become great teams at a moment's notice. So the SEC is going to be the strongest conference, but will we cannibalize ourselves? But with the expanded playoff, our best team will always be in the playoff. That's the beauty of it. we will not and, eliminate our best. And you've got a you,
3: you've got a bigger team. margin of error too. Yes,
16: yeah, so. and you've got a bigger margin of error. So that's exactly right. Good bad, and good. Of course, is Miro and Terry on Arnold. Terry on Arnold, his he turned. I mean, he he turned the game around with that interception and. And the way he played, I mean, he, neighbors got his, got his passes, but uh, Teron came through in the clutch many times. So yeah, def, definitely Miro, definitely Teron on him. Uh, of course, the ugly was the LSU quarterback getting uh, knocked out the game. Right? Well, I mean, because you like you like uh, Daniels, regardless of where he plays with the opponent, you definitely like him. It wasn't a dirty hit, but it was ugly. It was uh, bad. I'm sorry, he was bad and get knocked out of the game. Of course, the ugly was the first half defense. But I told you they turned it around. <laughs> <laughs> First half defense and, the, and of course Will Riker the, You know The Cape came off Superman For once But hopefully He'll get the Cape Get it out of his system he, uh, Get it out his of his game. system yeah. Hey Robert system now. Thanks man. All
3: right, man Roll Tide We'll continue with more of the game Next Tide 100.9 1230 WTBC Your home For Alabama Crimson Tide Sports
5: Always live Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
1: Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's deputies and canines were in the Duncanville area searching for a handcuffed man who escaped police custody Monday morning who has not yet been found. The cottages of Tuscaloosa's almost 100-year-old Moonwicks Lodge are being demolished after the motel was closed for health code violations earlier this year. Tuscaloosa County members will have a chance to grab a free Thanksgiving dinner on the West End this November. The second annual Community Thanksgiving Dinner will be held at the McDonald Hughes Center on Tuesday. November 14th. For
5: the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, hey, Alabama Sports Updates, oh and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and traffic moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, throughout the afternoon, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205-886-8886. Two, four, 2468 up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Did you know Alabama Credit
3: Union? Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app, makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, roll tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama, Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers, customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago. Moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job side. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002. 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Weather
0: 100.9,
6: Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today, 78. Mostly fair tonight below 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday, The sky partly to mostly sunny both days, highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide
0: 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The is Tide!
3: It's R&R Cigars, a great place to watch Monday Night Football R&R Cigars. Reagan and Randy Starner, locally owned and operated 1,000 different cigars to choose from. The walk-in humidor, relax and recharge. Go see our friends, 2703 6th Street in downtown Tuscaloosa. Reagan and Randy Starner, R&R Cigars. We continue Barrett Salee. We serve Crow next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports i oh.
8: Also inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show.
15: Hey everybody, it's Gary Harris. we got a jam-packed Gary Harris Show on Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. The head coach of the Alabama baseball team, Rob Vaughn, will join me to talk about the great fall the Crimson Tide is having, plus Rudy Armin and the Titans report with Kayla Anderson. All that at 9 a.m. on the Gary Harris Show Tuesday morning.
8: Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. If you need CPA, 527
3: Main Avenue in downtown North Fork. Small business and personal income taxes, payroll, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you've got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wada, CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595, Don Wada, CPA, the official accountant of the game. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owlhouse. House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owlhouse House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. As for Taylor, 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event, Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard.
0: Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. the it is, lacey. huge hole. Touchdown, yep, yep, Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama, Alabama sports. sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: there 205 university boulevard 205-758-2455 whether we're talking about the featured sandwich the french dip sandwich right now the daily soup specials the salads the california style pizzas the lunch and dinner options nukes eatery go see joel bromfield tell him the game sent you and a great uh, way to close enough that you can smell the championship so no doubt you have lunch but it's right there on the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama, very close to the football building. Let's go to Barrett ESPN ESPNU, Channel 84, CBSSports.com. Barrett, welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope you're doing well.
14: I'm doing great. How are you, Ryan?
3: Oh, it's a big day here on Monday. Big day. Big win.
14: <laughs> I would uh, imagine.
3: A little bit of a, a little bit of energized in this fan base. And uh, just your reaction from Alabama's uh, win against LSU. Yeah, I mean, it was...
14: Um, to me, it was shocking because they got into a shootout and won. Um, I, I didn't think they would do that; uh, that they were capable of doing that against an offense like LSU's. And um, you know, the the way that Tommy Reese has adjusted to, to the way Jalen Milrow plays um, has made a world of difference. And we talked about this when when uh, the South Florida game happened. It was almost like they were trying; he was trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And after that sort of reset. They've, he's been they've been slowly but surely figuring out how this thing will operate and that was a great example of how it will operate moving forward and I know lSU's defense is garbage we all know that but that was not the reason why Jalen Milro had the success that he had it was all steam. it was the offensive line uh getting better it was figuring out how to it was the wide receivers block I don't think anybody talks about how good the wide receivers block i mean it was it was incredible and it was Jalen setting himself up to get more space so um, it was, it was really, um, it was surprising to me that Alabama played LSU style football and beat LSU playing LSU style football. I think that's really important moving forward. And uh, I think right now, you know, will a good defense be able to stop Alabama doing what, what, it did against LSU? Maybe, but, um, it's, 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 I think another step forward for a program that is getting hot at the right time.
3: What's the ceiling for this team?
14: I still think it's college football playoff, but not national championship. Albert. Um, am I as sure of myself now as I was last week? Of course not, right? You know, I think that it, you need to see how this is going to operate against a good, fast, physical um, defense that moves side to side as well as it does, you know, front and back. And, and Georgia can do that. Michigan can do that. Um, you know, so there are – there are hurdles that I think are still really, really high for Alabama. Um, but it's encouraging to know that they can go and outscore people and that their quarterback's not going to make mistakes doing.
3: It. Well, it's just, you know, when you look at this Alabama football team, Nick Saban uh, has managed this team to perfection right? When, when a lot of us were going, this is the worst Nick Saban team I've ever seen this coaching staff. uh, He knows when to add to, and he knows when to pull back and and kind of protect his team. He's done that as they're sitting here at at a position undefeated in the Southeastern conference. Yeah. I mean,
14: it's, uh, you know, Nick is obviously the best of all time, but to see him have this kind of challenge, um, we haven't really seen it before. You know, I mean, it's, It's one thing to have, you know, fight complacency when you're, um, when you're, you know, lose, you know, 19 guys or whatever to the draft and you're done with 19 guys who are just as good, if not better. Uh, but to have a team that is at least starts the season significantly worse than a lot of people thought and worse than the one from the previous year to slowly but surely build it into what it is right now. I can't think of any time that he's ever really. Like the only other time he's had that challenge was 2010, and that team lost three games. You know they're still really good, but um, it's it's a different challenge. It's one that, quite honestly, he hasn't faced before, and he's done a an admirable job. And I think an admirable job would be a way to, to describe it in mid October. Now it's an incredible job.
3: Barrett, let's talk about the hit uh, that's been talked about everywhere. What do you think, uh, Dallas Turner uh, knocking Jaden Daniels out?
14: Uh, LSU fans are mad, rightfully so, because it, it cost them. I not say cost them the cost them a chance at the game. Um, you know, I, if I'm an LSU fan, I'm trying every possible way to justify that being a dirty thing. Um, it wasn't. I, it wasn't targeting. and I think. What, something that's bothered me for a long time on, on social, well, a lot of things bothered me on social media, but, um, when you have a penalty like that or a call like that, these screenshot warriors. Sure. That will just put a, see you can make a screenshot look like anything.
3: Absolutely. Right? I said um, it 15 minutes ago, the same thing what you just saying.
14: The ones that are going around, yeah, it looks like targeting. 100% it does. But that's not what reality is. And in reality, he, Dallas Turner hit Jaden Daniels high up on the chest plate, which is legal. His head was up, which is what you're taught to do, and he piled him into the ground, which was a penalty, and that was called, right? So um, to me, it was a textbook tackle, a, a violent tackle, and the follow-through was a penalty, and Dallas Turner knew it from the moment he hit the ground. But it wasn't targeting. It wasn't on purpose. And the fact that we're sending around screenshots to prove something that is not true just tells you all you need to know about, about how much that game meant to LSU. And it should, right? That's the passion. That's why we love this sport because the, the, the emotion of losing that game and trying to justify any possible way to explain it, um, it is, you know, to me, that shows that passion. That shows, uh, fandom, That's great. Um, but uh, the idea that it cost LSU the game, um, I don't think that's true because, you know, LSU had had, what, two empty possessions um, yeah, before that happened? And, and you knew that defense
3: yeah. was not going to be able to stop Alabama. They had not shown Yeah, them. I mean,
14: it was – I mean, uh, Jalen J- 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 Mill Road had to made a mistake, which is possible, right? Like, it was early in the fourth quarter. I, I don't think that – that LSU would have come back because I don't think their defense would have stopped Alabama. So I don't think it cost LSU the game, but it might have, right? Like if, if, if Jalen Milrow makes a mistake, you can't, you know, connect dots that don't exist. You can't create dots that don't exist, but you know, I, in a, in a reasonable world, could Alabama fumble or Jalen Milrow on an interception? Sure. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but they didn't. And, that defense was was out of gas, and so LSU fans are complaining. And you know, fine, let them complain. That's you know, that's why this game's fun. That's why this sports one of the best sports, uh, the best sport in the world, and one of the most popular sports in the country.
3: What is the chance Matt House makes it back to LSU as far as in twenty twenty four?
14: Less than zero. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, they're coming for him, uh, man.
14: Um, yeah, it's, uh, the, the pressure on Matt is all, I would say it was getting close to Alex drench style pressure from USC fans. Uh, not there yet, obviously. And Alex drench got fired yesterday, obviously, but, um, it was th- that, that LSU defense. I don't care who's injured. Makai Wingo wasn't there. I get it. Zay Alexander wasn't there. I get it. Two other DPs have personal issues. Fine. But that, you have Harold Perkins. I mean, you have one of the best players in the country. Come on. You have to be adequate, and they're so far from adequate.
3: We're talking to Barrett Salee right now. Barrett, I want to spend a couple of minutes here, and I've asked you about this Michigan thing multiple different times, but it it just seems like is this just people piling on, or did these things happen? I mean, is, is this – like coaches looking for a mulligan a rebuttal or do you think all these things really happen and if so how do they handle it i mean we already seen an announcement a couple of minutes ago that ad's not going to be traveling to the committee uh which he's on the michigan ad i don't even know his name but uh he's lord manuel okay so he's he's on the college football selection committee he will not be traveling to arlington or grapevine to uh discuss you know this this rankings he's going to be staying back there but uh what's your just entire opinion of all this
14: Well, people are definitely piling on (laughs) because it's Michigan, it's Jim Harbaugh, like all the obvious reasons. Um, Yeah. And I think there's, because there's so much evidence and and so much laziness from Connor, like how this whole thing went down. I mean, that would be like me paying someone to rob a bank and then sending them money in Venmo with the with the title uh, in the comment section, robbing the bank. Like, come on, man, (laughs) this is, you gotta be better than that. But, uh, I think people are definitely piling on, but I think it, because it's. It that I've talked to the word that comes up the most is unethical, um, and, and that's true. I mean, I think that's the way um, you have to describe it because everybody's stealing signs. I mean, that's you do it. That's why you have signs. That's why a catcher disguises his signs when somebody's on second base. That's why you know you have placards and different guys signaling different things. Otherwise, you just go tell the quarterback to play. You just swing it across the field. Uh, but to do it this way, have basically a, a, a spy operation. That is not something that is okay. I think every coach that I've talked to um, is justifiably upset about it, and I do think it's interesting that it's it, the one the coaches that haven't been at Michigan that have been at Michigan but left. It's almost like they they're they're not making any statements. whatsoever. I, I'd be fascinated to know how deep it went within the assistant coaching staff, and how long they've been doing it. Because it it wasn't widely known, but I think a lot of the coaches kind of knew what was going on, um, and so I think right now the uh, the Big Ten is going to end up having to suspend Jim man Jim um Could they keep him out of the Big Ten championship game if they make it? Yeah, uh, I think that is on the table as well, um, and it has to happen quickly because I've and I said this on on XM yesterday. I said consistently, really, for the entire season. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is back next year. I think he wants to walk away. I don't think he wants to put up with this crap. Not just this scandal, but just being a head coach in college football. So many new things. So many things he's not good at and doesn't want to be a part of. Um, so I think there's that's sort of expediting the process and really uh, forcing coaches to basically demand something to happen right now.
3: You've got Mississippi State left, Abilene Christian, LSU, Texas A&M is five and four, and I know you had the tweet. I saw it on a Saturday evening when you tweeted uh, Kevin Sumlin now has a three-game lead over Jimbo Fisher through sixty-nine games. Do you see any way that Texas A&M pulls the plug on Jimbo Fisher?
14: Yeah, um, I think it's possible if they go. Well, if they go five and seven, yes. Um, if they go six and six. Which is, you know, probably going to happen. I still could see it. I just I think there's enough money being passed around, and there's the knowledge that the income from the SEC, the revenue generated, is going to be significantly boosted in the next couple of years. That they are becoming more and more willing to take a short-term financial hit for the long-term potential, long-term success of the football program. So. Uh, I think, yeah, it's it's getting to the point where it's it's a de- it's a reasonable question to ask, and I think, but you know, before the season, it was kind of like pie in the guy, like, yeah, let Jamil get fired, but they're not going to pay that much money. But now it's like, okay, you basically are going to forego what is going to end up being one year of conference revenue once everything sort of gets settled in into the new era. I think they're probably willing to do that and have enough money to cover probably
3: most of, of that buyout dot CBSSports.com, Barrett Sully. Barrett, I appreciate your time, and Have a great rest of your afternoon. Thanks, man. You too. Thank you. Barrett Sully helping us out. We'll continue with more phone calls. Tommy and Robbie, us first up, Dawson. I see you. Cornbread, I see you. Bubba, I see you. We're coming your way. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the and Nissan Traffic Center. Police activity at the off ramp on the Alabama 297 Bridge onto Jack Warner Parkway. A lot of police call. in the area so expect delays traffic fairly heavy around the area that falling slow really from rice mine over to 69 and scotland to university boulevard now if you see other conditions just give me a call 205-886-8886 2468 up to ten thousand dollars in instant savings now on new nissans at townsend nissan and i'm captain ray Hey, right there on University Boulevard,
3: 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say, close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick up a pear, maybe it's a California-style pizza, maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pametta cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Over 60 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit out of the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion, it's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093. Anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance, make someone smile today. Pat's florist and gourmet baskets. Tide
0: 100.9
6: Tuscaloosa weather: a good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today, 78. Mostly fair tonight. The low, 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9
2: app.
3: to you first up at the 4 o'clock hour Dawson, we're going to get an update on him walking from Fayette County to Tuscaloosa because he didn't think that LSU would be able to score that many points, so we'll see And uh, I'm also looking for that stake from Dawson, so we'll see if he's going to be able to honor that uh, you know, gentleman agreement that we had, we'll talk to Martin Houston also in the 4 o'clock hour but it will not be at the beginning, so we'll take Tommy and Rami, that's two minutes away, T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports Everybody loves Taco Costa. Everything. Minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, fillet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers, a great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, Four until 10, Big Mike Steakhouse, Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville, But the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike Steakhouse. The Paint Spot, Philip Williams, locally owned and operated since 1971. Quality paint, expert advice. Bigger medium projects, I recommend renting the airless paint sprayer, Northport, right off McFarlane Boulevard, right past Highway 43. 15th Street in Tuscaloosa, close to the Hardens Bakery, 1971. Philip Williams, locally owned and operated. The paint spot, you'll find the quality paint, the expert advice. If you're redoing a deck, maybe you're painting a home or a building, or maybe even a swimming pool or tennis court, it is the paint spot, two locations to serve you since 1971.
0: WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer.
15: What a day in Major League Baseball as Craig Consul is leaving the Milwaukee Brewers to become the new skipper of the Chicago Cubs. You're probably saying to yourself, the Cubs already have a skipper. Well, they also fired David Ross to make room for counsel. The Cubs giving counsel a five-year, $40 million deal, making him the highest-paid skipper in Major League Baseball. The contract numbers are according to The Athletic. The Mets inked Carlos Mendoza to be their new skipper. He spent the last 15 seasons with the Yankees organization. The last four as the team's bench coach. And the Guardians have hired Steven Vogt as their new skipper, replacing Terry Francona. Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase says he's pretty sore because of the back injury. Suffered in last night's win over Buffalo. No word for his status in Week 10. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is going to miss the rest of the year with a torn ACL. While well, the Vikings will start Josh Dobbs in their Week 10 matchup against the Saints. Women's college basketball as the season tips off Number six, South Carolina beat number 10, Notre Dame, 100 to 71.
3: The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. Right now we can save a discount by just mentioning the code word the game. And it's more than what we typically offer, so we've increased that to celebrate some college football here in Alabama's success. DanielMoreArt.com, DanielmoreArt.com, 20% discount, but you gotta have the code word the game, The game significant discount right there. And also when you're checking out, make sure that you tell them you heard about it right here and uh, you get that discount plus uh, some additional uh, options there. So we greatly appreciate that. Let's go 205-342-9904. Always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Tommy, Robbie does. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game.
17: Hey, Ron, how are you?
3: I'm good. Good. I hope you are too, man.
17: I'm real good. Great weekend. Play the complete game. First time in a long time, I was completely satisfied. Wow. Game. Haven't been like that two, three years. And funny thing, I watched the replay of Ole Miss and Texas AM, and I'm like, thank God we don't have Pete Golden. Because I said, oh, we had a great victory over Texas AM. You had them 14 points, you let them come back, and I'm like, Thank you, Kevin Steele. Give them a raise into the season. Keep them. Don't let them leave. I'm serious. I, everybody was, it was peace and
3: quiet. He's he's been the glue. Um, He's been the glue. And I know Nick Saban was asked about it, and we'll play it at some point this week, but uh, when you look at Kevin Steele and, you know, he talked about being up in the box. He's able to see some things. Talked about what's, what's led to the second half corrections. I mean, it's not just defense, but it's, Defense has been the dominant, but offense is also. I mean, they've outscored their opponents 93 to 31 in the third quarter.
17: They have dominated of any college football team in the last nine games or eight games in the second half. No defensive on in Alabama. Really. I Except the slip up with Texas, and we was like a maturing team anything, I was at the cool water cooler in the third quarter, putting water in my bottle. And the guy, young guy, sitting there nervous, he said, oh my God, I hope Jalen can keep it up. I'm like, calm down. We're going to win. We're going to win. He said, I'm 23 years old. I'm not patient. I said, I'm 62. I've seen it all. I said, that penalty, I can't figure out. Uh, they call LSU for a penalty, and they get first down one yard. To go, I don't understand that. Well,
3: I I, to I, let that. me let me let me see if I can do it. Okay, because okay. um, I've been asked about this quite a bit. Okay, it was a penalty. Okay, let, let's start first and ten. Okay, okay. So you had another illegal snap thanks to the Alabama fans. Okay, so that was at the Alabama thirty-four. Moved it back to the thirty-nine. It was first and fifteen. Okay. So then Jalen Daniels rushed for twenty-eight yards to the Alabama eleven. Penalty was okay. a 15-yard. So it came back 15, but it's still, when you talk about resetting it, and you're talking about Aaron Anderson on Terran Arnold. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Then it was first and two from the 26. So he got to the 11, backed it up from the 15, first and two. So that's
17: a ha- marked foul? It was, yes. Okay.
3: Yep. All right. So it was, it was a spot from there, and it was not a dead ball. So... Okay. That's why you got a little bit of a redo. So it was a blind okay. set block. So, well, uh, I haven't personal heard
17: no I it really good. Well, I mean,
3: yeah, and, and I may not have done a great job, but it was. Well,
17: you've done better than anybody else. have everybody talking about, oh, the hit, the hit. He should the first half. That can take the game. All this BS. Yeah, so. I, was, they flagged him 15 yards. But, no, he shouldn't have been thrown out of the game. And you know what the beautiful thing is? I know Dawson's going to get upset. He's right after me. The beautiful thing about the game was the very best. We controlled the ball for nearly 11 minutes in the fourth corner. That is Alabama football. That's mixing up and running, and we ran it more. If you run and can get first down, don't have to throw the ball in the air. Like Coach Stallings say, man, things happen sometime we get past. When we don't have to throw the ball and we can get four or five yards and keep Jalen Daniel, I know he was hurting man, off the field, and you have a 14-point lead or a 7-point that's beautiful football where I come from, where I grew up home. Um,
3: and it's championship-caliber football, too.
17: That's right. Yeah, they're trying to always every way to keep my out, and they're going to do their best to keep my out. Well, I mean, did anybody
3: but, else feel the same way? When you look back at the committee last Tuesday night, it was setting it up. In other words, if, if things work out, Like I said, I don't trust the committee, so maybe that's my problem. Is I just that's it? Yeah,
17: we have a history; don't believe in them. Sports writer, the committee, and all these things—they have screwed all my morally over the years.
3: And they need us, but they don't like us.
17: No, our own. I mean, we
3: bring ratings. We bring the ratings.
17: I just made a joke to somebody. Somebody got upset. I wonder if the Big Twelve would treat us this bad and we went and joined them, but they opened us with oakum arms and saying, because bringing the Alabama brand to them or something, you know, I'm like, no, I own conference trap on us. I mean, Greg Sankey is a joke, I, right? I'm sorry. Don't like the man, don't care for him. He's in the same cut as Roy Kramer, in my opinion. Sorry to say that, but that's what I feel. Wow. Yeah.
3: I mean. You're tough, Tommy. Well. He was there Saturday evening in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Saw him. Well, who cares? I told him you said hello. Well, you tell him. I told him to go jump in the Black Warrior, but I don't want him to pollute
17: it. So don't tell him that. I'm going to keep the Black Warrior clean and free.
3: He's a perfect bureaucrat. of course he is. That's what's wrong. He wanted to make sure that his face was known. That's right. That's right. All right. Anything you you want to highlight? The good, the bad, the ugly? Anything there?
17: The good we won. We dominated. I mean, we answer every challenge LSU throw up. This team chemistry is coming together. This team is maturing. It wasn't like this eight games ago. All right. Growth happened. Coaching is taking place. We didn't get that last year. They don't guarantee us a national championship, but I feel like we're going to do our very best. And that's how I hang up and tomorrow when I call, it's Kentucky week. Week. Kentucky now is going to be the most important game. You know why? If we beat Kentucky, everybody can start talking about Georgia, For everybody can be happy. I right, I want Kentucky first.
3: All right. So the other part when you when you look at Kentucky, just for a couple of seconds here, Nick Saban, I expect if we're ever going to get a rant, this is going to be the week.
17: Well I hope he has a good one. No,
3: because think about it, you had eleven o'clock start, you're coming off this LSU game, we'll see where the attention and if he doesn't need it, then it tells you about this team. But if we're ever gonna get one, this might be the week to do it.
17: Yeah. And the very good uh was the fan. They came, they yelled, the fans made LSU burn two timeouts, nobody mentioned it, in the very first quarter. Very good. Very good. I thought they knew how to play in Norris. They played in Tiger Stadium. Now they realize how it is when they go somewhere else. Alabama brought it. Alabama brought the A-game. Some people don't like to hear that, but they did. And I'm, I'm going to do better? Yes. Much better. Gotcha. And that's why I scare the crap out of everybody. I know you got other calm. Um, have a wonderful day, Rob. Thank
3: I you, Tommy. I, mean, I just tie. like this refreshing Tommy. This is just.
17: Uh, I know. Mm. I'm so content right now. You know.
3: Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Thank you, Tommy and Romulus. Let's go to Dawson. Dawson, uh, how's the walk?
7: look. first of all, now I'm going to kind of put the uh, hyperbole message on park for today. I'll, I've got to think up some stuff before we get into that. We'll get into that tomorrow. Okay. We've got some, we got, <laughs> we'll take care of the hyperbole tomorrow. You catch it? Okay. Get okay. okay. And That's so, um, and so I want to get into the meat of this uh, okay. Saturday's sure. game and what's really going on with all these um, four wheel fans, uh, you know, and. They'll only be a fan for Alabama if everything is perfect and um, it's time to get on the wagon and we are playing regardless you scoff all you want, but we are playing the best football in America. We were last uh, last week against Tennessee uh, two weeks ago against Tennessee and we were this past week. This past Saturday against LSU, we are playing the best football in the country. And I'm going to tell you something else. We have the best players in the country, and we have the best quarterback in the country. And I think that when you look at the – you're talking about – talking about the LSU quarterback. Yeah, he was good. He was good. But I'm going to tell you something. Our quarterback was better. When he made that turn to the goal line – that lSU quarterback ain't never seen speed like that. he just wishes he had speed like that, and so I just really think that that uh in that game Saturday night they had they came in with the number one offense in the country they did and all these other teams and all these other teams out there and the the pretenders to the ground look at what kind of trouble they had with teams that had lost two in three and four games. And we're playing teams with one
3: loss. LSU had two well, when losses. When it comes down, go ahead. LSU had two losses coming into that game.
7: Well, yeah, they did. That's that's true. That's true.
3: But everybody treated them like they were undefeated. No, we did. We did.
7: And uh, talk about that, how you just like and, they and, were unbeatable. And to be
3: uh, the offense may be the best that we'll play all year. Um, I mean, you can see. And I, I mean, let's say if Washington gets there, you could possibly see you. Michael Penix is legit, um, but he's not. He's not seen this speed. I mean, that secondary is best in the country for a reason.
7: Well, Washington, no Oregon, none of those teams that have seen the defense that Alabama will bring along with this offense.
2: Yeah,
3: and with Alabama's and performance, I, the, LSU is no longer the top ranked offense. So Alabama. Well,
7: yeah, I mean. And you know, um I'm not even gonna talk about the hit. I mean that was and I I I don't know whether I put it on Facebook or on your page or whatever, but I'm I mentioned about the Burr Line they looked exactly like very similar anyway to exactly had a free shot its quarterback and uh and it was a beautiful football tackle. And I'm just gonna tell an old guy coming way back football, it was a beautiful form tackle, gorgeous. And uh, so, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I want to get into the, the, the real stuff. But Alabama does not have to worry about anybody in front of us, anybody on the side of us. All Alabama has to do is win the SEC, win the conference. And we will be there. I don't care what Texas does, Washington or anybody else. We will be there for you to concede that just because Texas come in here, And won that game early in the season. They haven't played the schedule that we have played. And yes, head-to-head is one of the markers for the committee. But you know what has a higher marker? Strength of schedule. Strength of schedule.
3: So let's say there's one spot available, and it's Texas Big 12 champ, Alabama SEC champ. You're looking, at me, be in there. you're looking at me 100% confidence. You you have no worries. So, in other words, you wouldn't even watch the selection show. You know Alabama yeah, will be. I'm
7: like, oh, Yeah, sure I'm watching. I want to see who we're going to be playing. <laughs> yeah, I want to see who we're going to be playing, right? If we win the conference. And a lot of national people are saying that, not just me.
3: But T-Bob Abraham said it. Outside
7: don't. of Tuscaloosa, they're saying that. If Alabama wins the SEC crown, they're going to be there. But I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of football to be left and I don't know that there's going to be going to be an undefeated team. I don't know if there will be an undefeated team to tell you the truth. And that's something, you know, lately have come really close to, uh, to losing that. But it's time for Alabama fans to look at our team and put some faith and belief in this team. They see all all that green grass on the other side. Nobody in the country has the players that we have. So, um, we then we're going to that real quick. I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, I know they're talking about Coach Daniels didn't play the last uh, what eleven minutes of the ball game. Well, he didn't do anything with the first uh, fifteen, sixteen minutes of it in the second half. That he was in there. I mean, we put a stop to it and scored that touchdown. After that, we just
3: we shut him down. Yeah, but that there were some times, I mean, he picked up positive yards. I mean, they would have had a better chance, but I still think that chance was they weren't going to beat well, well, them. let's
2: look at where they, they
3: were.
7: Look, let's look at where they were. We had scored. We went ahead and scored three unanswered touchdowns. We were two touchdowns ahead at the time and rolling. And we were stopping them, Ryan. We had, what, two or three stops in a row. But while he was in there, so no, I mean people can say what they want to say, but I'm just telling you that that defense came out in that second half and and made a made their mark on it along with the offensive line, the defensive line, and uh, our our what's emerged with these really outstanding receivers, and most of all with this quarterback that we have. Right, I'm. I'm really happy about what I see with the quarterback that we have. So I'm not worried. I'm not worried about Kentucky. I'm not worried about uh, Auburn. I'm not worried about Texas. I'm not worried about anybody. Just keep on winning, and uh, and we're going to be there. So uh, I I want you to tell me what team is playing better than Alabama in the country, right? From what you saw Saturday night. By the competition level.
3: Well, but we're not judging just based on what we saw Saturday night. it is if Alabama plays the way they did in the last six quarters, I'll go back to Tennessee. The two quarters against those guys and then the four quarters against LSU, Alabama's playing as well as anybody in the country. Um,
7: as but, well as. I, I say they're they're playing better than anybody in the country. I want you to tell me who has a defense and the offense right now that's better
3: than Alabama.
7: Now, i watch watched these
3: other teams. Defensively, I think they're the best in the country. Offensively, I want to see a confirmation of that. We, we saw some significant steps. Tommy Reese, best game. But they're the 71st offense in the country for a reason.
2: Run, because they haven't,
3: used, they haven't used what we think they should have done so far.
7: Well, we don't know that. We don't know that they were ready to use it. We don't know that he was ready. We don't know why or all those guys. Kind of, all we know is this. Stats don't win ball games. This is not the team that accumulated the mass of your stats. This is the team that you're, seeing, that you're looking at right now, the team that has arrived. The best players in the country have come together. That's what you At some point, you had to throw all the stat crap out and start believing.
3: Roll time, then. Hey, well, Hey, Dawson, Dawson. What? I need yeah. you to go ahead and leave if we're going to eat tomorrow for lunch. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about my
7: hyperbole tomorrow. I'm going to give you an in-depth. Um, I'm a-walking.
3: Here I'm walking. <laughs> I'm walking to you Orleans, <laughs> <laughs> And you're walking to Tuscaloosa. Thanks, Dawson. Walking to Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, man. Roll Tide. That means two lines available at 205-342-9904. 342 205-342- 9904, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. 20% discount currently right now. Also, I remind you about the wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, 60 different brands of boots. Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, and Laredo, and many, many more. 60. 60 different brands of boots. All the name brands that we're talking about. Wrangler Levi Lee jeans, Carhartt clothing, Rocky clothing, the work apparel for those hardworking folks right here in West Alabama. You can find it at the wharf located until 6 p.m. Located between Windixie and the Blue Plate right there on McFarlane Boulevard. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We go right back to the fizzy set so of telephone calls next. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
5: Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
1: Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's deputies and canines were in the Duncanville area searching for a handcuffed man who escaped police custody Monday morning who has not yet been found. The cottages of Tuscaloosa's almost 100-year-old Moonwicks Lodge are being demolished after the motel was closed for health code violations earlier this year. Tuscaloosa County members will have a chance to grab a free Thanksgiving dinner on the West End this November. The second annual Community Thanksgiving Dinner will be held at the McDonald Hughes Center on Tuesday. Tuesday, November fourteenth. For the
5: latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Heat Town, Alabama sports updates severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus, those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD. Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS. 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns and Nissan Traffic Center. Police activity at the off-ramp on the Alabama 297 Bridge onto Jack Warner Parkway. A lot of police cars in the area, so expect delays. Traffic fairly heavy around the area. Back far and slow, really, from Rice Mine over to 69 and Scotland to University Boulevard. Now, if you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Two, four, six, eight, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. Nine. Tuscaloosa weather.
6: A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today 78. Mostly fair tonight. The low 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on tide 100.9. It's 72 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with
0: Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is Big Boy Football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9
2: app.
3: Pharmacy at Midtown, TJ Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, independent-owned pharmacy specializing in walk-in prescriptions, medicine-on-time, packaging, compounding needs, the only sterile compounding facility in Tuscaloosa. The Pharmacy at Midtown, 205-752-0627, located right there at the back of Midtown. If you're tired of driving around the building, I used to go to other places, and I got tired of driving around the building. I'd, I'd wait in line, three or four cars right there. Mr. Fowler, your prescription is not ready. Can you drive around the building and you get right back in line, three or four cars? No, 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 no. None of that. None of that. Now, if you like driving around the building, that's okay. You can continue to go where you go. Uh Your insurance sets the price. You're going to pay the same regardless. Also, keep that dollar in this local economy. Here it is TJ Thomas, the Nick Saban of Pharmacists. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we got a cornbread. Cornbread, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, man? Cornbread. Cornbread. He literally told Mason uh during the break. He said that he would it it took him two years to get in. Cornbread, you gotta try harder, man. Uh let's go. More phone calls. We got to Bubba. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in again. Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? Oh, it's a great day. Great day. It is it is a great day, isn't it? It is.
7: I I, I was just overwhelmed with excitement after Saturday. That, that I'm taking credit for this win, by the way. And I tell you why. I was sitting at the bar. You're taking credit for it? I'm taking credit because I was sitting at the bar, Stuart Baumhauer's. And after the first possession of LSU, I said, I'm going to do something different. So the next time they came on offense, I sat in a different chair. And I kept swapping back and forth. It was working. So we won. So I'm taking credit.
3: <laughs> well, as you should, Bubba. It was all you, man. I can't believe that you allowed Tommy Reese to set up that offense.
7: I know. Wasn't that something else? If you watch that play where Jalen rolled out to his left like he was going to throw it and then cut up Phil, and he juked that guy. That guy didn't know. He was gone by the time the guy realized what what was happening. <laughs> he was already in the end zone. If he'll,
3: so, ju- if he'll just run. If he'll just run. And I, I know that LSU's defense is nothing. I and mean, we talked about this all week last week. Uh, they're awful.
7: I know. They are. But what, that, that team said he can play with anybody. If this team shows up, they can play with anybody. I, 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 bet you, I tell, I'll tell Digger this: you, you line them up again Saturday, Texas and Alabama. Alabama wins that game, I guarantee you.
3: I would think so, but I mean Quinn Ewers is out for them, um, and it will be out for you know a couple of more weeks. Uh, just. Depends on, you know, how rusty he is when he comes back.
7: Well, that wasn't a cheat hit that Dallas Turner did at all. It was just a football. I mean, what do you want to give these guys flags? I ain't playing flag football. It's called tackle football.
3: Put a dress on them. That's what I say. I'm telling you, if I, if, if, if Cornelius Bennett hit Steve Burline in 2023, there would be people. No, 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 no. I'm going to add to it there would be people that would be calling for him to be arrested on the field. Oh, that, I know. Our society is that soft.
7: Social media doesn't. I mean, that just blew it all out of proportion. And and, and it, I don't know what Tigger, Digger, whatever his name is, smoked because He's full of crap. I mean, about Dallas Turner playing dirty. He's just a good football player. <laughs>
3: well, you gotta remember, Texas always uses that excuse.
7: I know that. I can't wait. I can't wait that they come in our league next year. He's sure enough gonna be crying. He's been crying all day on every radio show on Taiwan. Important I had to listen to him be a crybaby. They so worried, and they know. They know deep down if Alabama beats the number one uh, undefeated Georgia team in the SEC championship, that they'll put them in front of Texas. They
3: That's know it. One of the reasons why I've been screaming, don't pull against Georgia, which it doesn't really matter. We can pull against whoever we right. want. It doesn't really impact the game. I, I, um, I Georgia, but I that? want Georgia to be undefeated, number one team in the country. I hope the committee puts them back at number one, and you know, rightfully so, I mean, as they continue to count you know, up some I, you know quality I, wins.
7: I like Lane, but I hope Georgia beats him by four touchdowns.
3: No, oh, Bubba, you cannot do that, I'm telling you.
7: Why? They got Pete Golden on that side. They, they you know they're gonna yeah. run up yeah, the Yeah, but you said running. Ole
3: Miss beating him. You no, want Georgia. Oh, okay. You want Georgia to beat yeah. Ole Miss. Okay. I want
7: Georgia to beat him by four touchdowns. I'm gonna be a big Bulldog fan until the first weekend of December. <laughs>
2: All right,
3: Bubba, appreciate you, man. Anything else? Good.
7: Hey, I, hey, I don't know if you looked at the parlay picks. I hit all three of mine. I'm just worried about my my tiebreaker. I have so. not,
3: I have not looked at it, but I will. I will. All right, bud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Roll, Roll tide. tide, Bubba Northport. We will do our Dreamland score prediction day. Cornbread, let's try it again. Cornbread. Good afternoon. You're in the game. Oh, thank you, Ryan.
2: Where have r- you r-
10: been?
3: R- well.
10: Here, here! Recently, I've been enjoying watching these uh, Tennessee and LSU fans cry like a little baby. That's I mean, who, God, I've missed who
3: that. Ryan. Cried more LSU fans or Caleb Williams in his mom's lap out in <laughs> <the> USC?
10: <laughs> I think LSU fans are right now. It's is really the hit. The hit, right? Let's get down before the goats graze. Let's cut it down to the bone right now and talk some football. Okay. The hit Dallas Turner put on Daniels. I want not counting a kickoff because go back three plays before that hit. Four plays if you count the kickoff. And you will see LSU's defensive end, horse collar tackle, Milro. And when he did, he folded him up like a cheap lawn chair. And you remember Mill Road lay there for a minute. I thought he was hurt. I want to tell you all something. This is the way football's played. Defensive players remember that. They remember you taking a shot at their quarterback. Three plays later, boom. Daniels is got is hit on a great hit. And he's in a medical tent blowing spit bubbles the fourth quarter. Now, if you don't like football, this is what teammates do. This is how the game is played. If you don't like it, get in your safe place and break out a board game. Now, another thing about this game, Ryan, I want to give a shout-out to our center. Okay. For one time, if you want to look back at the games before this, I felt sorry for Melrose. He looked like a shortstop shagging ground balls out there. I'm telling you right now, and if you don't think him having to reach down his feet or reaching up, reaching over here to grab them balls, a half second would throw the timing off in a five-second play.
3: They would. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. Uh,
10: Absolutely. If if you notice these good snaps he was making or running backs was hitting, it's all about timing when you got five
3: seconds. Cornbread, I'm going to add something to this. Seth McLaughlin battled through an injury. Now he's yes. healthy.
10: Okay. Well, let me tell you something. I had soft tune. He came out there and I'm played not, a I'm great game. I'm not giving
3: game. up excuses. I'm just giving you some right. kind of- Right. Well, look, this team has improved
10: every week. And and if they get any better, the sky's the limit. But you got a tip you hat. I do to these guys. You know, our center, there's a lot of guys that's come around. These young guys, I'm telling you, we got a couple in that defensive backfield that have never seen the senior year at Alabama.
3: Never. Not a chance. Caleb but, Downs, nah. three years and out. Probably Probably yes. could come out this year if he was eligible. Absolutely. And I, he, I heard Christian this morning, Christian Miller on Miller's Edge, talking about when you look at just the way that he tackles. I mean, he tackles an yes. open field I mean, it, it was a it was a great observation, but uh, it, it's look at it. I mean, well, you, you're not supposed to do that as a freshman. There's supposed to be some growing pains. Go back, and I, I heard people talking about Minka Fitzpatrick, and no doubt Minka was an awesome player here. Minka struggled in in, in times as a true freshman. I mean, yeah. go back and look at what Hunter Renfro did in the slot to him out in Glendale, Arizona.
10: Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, you know,
10: uh I, I know this. If Nick Saban buses an eye vessel this, this week, I'm betting a farm on that team. My God.
2: They, <laughs> let me tell you
10: something. They look good. They look good. They got off to a rough start, but once they settle in, you know, it's it's a ball game. If they ever put sixty minutes together, they'll beat the
3: damn Dallas Cowboys. Well, especially with that Dallas oh, cowboy Ryan. right tackle. Hey, cornbread, uh Yes. I mean, I never thought a one player would get out get Dallas beat anyway, but uh, congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts and company and Devontae Smith and Julio Jones and Landon Dickerson and Tyler Steen and all those guys up there, uh uh, Eli Ricks is also a part of that film. I mean, it's like the, you know, so Alabama beat my Dallas Cowboys is might as well what you say last night. Uh, but, hey, it was great. And, uh, <laughs> hey, but Cornbread, don't be a stranger. And uh, don't give me this crap you've tried for two years to call. I don't believe that, man.
10: I stuck with the process, and look what happened.
3: I mean, we need We've you in to this talk. program. Thank you. <laughs>
10: All right, Ryan, well, Roll look, tide. I enjoy your show, Roll Tide. Hey,
3: hey, hey, hey. Yes. Keep making them liberals cry on Twitter, okay? Ah. Uh, well, you know, it's not intentional. I mean, that's your not goal in life. And, and, no, it's, it's just spitting out facts. So you do you do a good job. I, I notice often. Well,
10: well, you know, sometimes the truth hurts. And and you can tell when you when you tell them the truth because that, they really go to crying in. But that's another story. Ryan, you have a have a great day, brother.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, that is Cornbread helping us out there. We'll continue. We're going to take more phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll also join Martin Hughes at the 5 o'clock hour. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
0: It's old time. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama Alabama. sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Two nine nine zero four two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Let's go to Greg. Greg, good afternoon. You're in the game.
18: Hey Ryan, how's it going?
3: Hey, good, good. Thank you for calling in.
18: Yeah, it's uh, Greg from Colorado. Came here to uh, discuss the game. Yes, yeah, sure, please. Eat my crow, as you uh, as you requested. I do uh, last week.
3: Oh, I do. I remember this.
18: Uh wasn't sure if you remember. All right, you I you know do. if we had won, I was gonna. I was going to serve you, uh, you know, some ribbons and rice with some cornbread, but uh, um, anyways, uh, I thought the game kind of started how I expected. I I thought LSU would develop, would probably develop like a seven to ten point lead, and I thought Alabama would kind of figure out our offense and um, call back into the game, and uh, but we were unable to get. Uh, another stop in the first half. And so it was obviously in a tie score or yeah, tie score at the end of that first half. And, um, I mean, then Jaden obviously got hurt and that was, that was all she wrote. So, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was fun to watch. Jaden had a really good game. Um, you know, he showed why he's probably the best quarterback in the nation. Um, and this is his chance to win Heisman and, you know, didn't get it done. Um but with that said, uh I mean, Alabama, is I mean, it's a good team. Uh Alabama's for real. I think I'm looking forward to the Georgia Alabama game. See see how that plays out. Uh but, you know, the defense is just too bad. It's just it's where,
3: where do you place the
18: majority of the blame, Craig? Um, I think people did not respect the losing of Jamar Kane, who was the defensive line coach. He went to the Broncos in, like, April. Um, And then our guy who replaced them nearly died in August. Um, And this, I don't even know if he's out of the hospital. He might still be. Um... Greg Brooks, uh, you know, being diagnosed with brain cancer. I, I <laughs> it's just Matt House, so we have that, that loss, and then Matt House, uh, I think he's a pros coach. I don't think he's uh don't think he's a college coach. He, like he's a good defensive coach. You saw what LSU's defense was last year with good veteran players. It was I think top fifty in the country. Um, you know, not elite. But not you know what what it is this year. Um, and this year you have inexperienced and then veteran players who are just not SEC talent so and then this is the result So uh, I mean, at the end of the day we we're just we're pissing away the second best quarterback to ever come through. yep,
3: yep. And, and a great offense. Ever. you know a solid offense.
18: And it's the second greatest offense to ever exist at lsu and it's going to be a three loss team so um i think if you put Jaden daniels on alabama i think you're the favorite to win the championship and it's like not even particularly close uh yeah i don't know i i think if you flip quarterbacks if you put miller on our team and Jaden on your team i think we're like a four a four or five or like a four loss team I just, Jaden, I mean, Jaden did exactly what I expected him to do. He moved the ball up and down the field between the 20s. Um, and I guess I was I was curious, were we going to be able to score in the red zone? Um, we did that. But to me, I think I thought about, I was thinking about it today, what was the difference in the game? It was your best defensive player making two plays, the tipping of the ball, sure. and you know the, the hit that knocked him out of the game. And our our best defensive player, Harold Perkins, he was like two inches short of tipping that ball to I I believe it was completed to Jace McKellen for like forty yards. It was.
3: Yeah. It was close.
18: Um and I think I believe that was a third down as well. Um and then he missed that tackle on null row, uh I think in the first quarter that would have been I think it was a second down. But I mean, regardless, I mean that that was the difference in the game. It was really those kinda those two plays and then there was, I mean, you could argue some other plays obviously, but I think those are kind of the, those are the game changers right there.
3: Got it. Uh, Greg, how did you see the hit on Daniels?
18: Um, I thought it was targeting, but I mean, it's not why we lost the game. Uh, I mean, obviously he was knocked out. So that was, you know, when, you know, obviously when JD went out, uh, we weren't going to win, but you can call it dirty, whatever. Um, I mean, I wish an O lineman would have returned the favor on Dallas, but that—that uh, that, honestly, that was what made me mad. I was like, why isn't anyone getting a personal foul, like, from LSU side? That's what I was kind of pissed about. That, but um, yeah, that's. I mean, all right. Well, Greg, thank I mean, was, you. Thank
3: yeah. you for uh, calling up and uh, eating some crow and uh, talking about your team. But uh, best of luck to you guys uh, to take on Florida. And, um, you know, I'm sure it'll be all about Daniels' health if, uh, you know, he's able to go.
18: Yeah, so, uh Yeah, pretty nervous about that game. Uh, as Jaden's you should be. If he's not able to play. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the one thing I did guarantee was that the over, and the over did hit. So <laughs> hope he made some money.
3: I I guess I should have. I should have, but I didn't. Thanks, Greg.
18: Yeah, thanks.
3: Right back to you. We'll break here. We'll come back. We'll take Josh on the other side. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health & Dental, 401K, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the and Nissan Traffic Center. Police activity at the off ramp on the Alabama 297 Bridge onto Jack Warner Parkway. A lot of police cars in the area, so expect delays. Traffic fairly heavy around the area. McFarland Slow, really from Rice Mine over to 69 and Scotland to University Boulevard. Now, if you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205 886 86-2468, up to ten thousand dollars in instant savings now on new Nissan's at Towns Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. On the next Inside
8: the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson.
13: Tune in Tuesday,
15: seven thirty. Kevin Skarbinski will join us. We'll talk college football with Kevin. In the second hour, we'll take your phone calls. Also, hear some Nick Saban sound. And look forward to the Kentucky game because this possibly a trap game. For Alabama,
8: we will discuss. Inside the locker room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com.
3: minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse, right there in downtown Moundville, voted by the Alabama Cattlemen's Association as the best steak in the state of Alabama. Ribeye, fillet, you'll find the Highway 69 strip. How about seafood entrees? Absolutely. Always great appetizers, a great place to hang out. Wednesday through Saturday, Four until ten. Big Mike Steakhouse. Thomasville, Andalusia, Auburn, Alabama, Orange Beach, Gunnersville, But the location that we highlight, downtown Moundville, about 15 minutes from where I'm located, Big Mike's Steakhouse. Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport if you're looking for the great specials daily. The fajitas are outstanding. The Pastors Dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck, and we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him at Northside, Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia.
0: What's for dinner?
6: Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today, is 78. Mostly fair tonight, below 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine, and streaming on the Tide one hundred point (laughs) nine app.
3: Remember to download the Tide 100.9 app. We are packed on phone calls. We're talking a little Alabama LSU. And right now we got a Josh. Josh, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well.
7: Good afternoon, Ryan. How in the world are you? Buddy? Oh, it's a great are day. It's a great up? day. We're
3: celebrating. We're eating a little crow. We're uh, taking some victory laps, all of the above.
7: Yeah, I've heard some of y'all, uh, some of the callers having to eat a little bit of crow. I know I didn't because I didn't have a chance to jump in on any of the LSU hate last week. But it's okay. The number of the group that I am in, of the callers that I know off of this show, we was talking amongst ourselves throughout the week, and I told them that we'd win by 21 and we won by 14. I will take it all day long, and we held the what was the top-rated offense in the country under 30 points. So what more could you ask for?
3: not much not much um i mean you shut them down and and i think really we were talking about this at lunch today that's the best offense you'll probably play all season i mean i don't know oh, no a... doubt
2: um
7: no doubt i sat there and i watched the georgia about the first half of the georgia game saturday afternoon just as a like a pre-appetizer game for our game and um they struggled they really did they only won by nine points so they didn't cover that spread and they I don't even know if they've covered a spread yet. I think maybe Kentucky they covered because they blew them out, but uh, no doubt that's the best offense we'll face until, if we get a shot at the playoffs. I mean, if you got to line up against the Washington or Oregon, you know you get you can't help but think about that in the back of your mind. I mean, because it's just college football. But you look at Georgia's offense compared to LSU's offense; um, it's nowhere near what LSU's offense was and uh yeah i'm with you on that being the best offense that we faced
11: and probably will face thus far um
7: the bad i guess i would say right quick to start off with that was uh, you hate to see will miss a couple of kicks i mean i don't i don't know exactly what the yardages were i forgot now because uh saturday was a busy day for me but uh you hate to see him miss those mr reliable it's okay i hope you know that don't affect him going into this week should we need him and uh you know, going into the Iron Bowl, because I, I have a feeling we're just going to, we're going to need him in the Iron Bowl just because Auburn always plays it tough. Um, it doesn't matter how bad they are, or how good we are. They always play each other tough. And when you play playing in Lee County in that voodoo stadium, you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, the ugly probably would be the LSU fans and LSU coach crying after that kind of a loss because they thought they was going to come in there and whoop it. Well, we held y'all under 30 points, and we walked y'all. So, um, and the good, son, Jalen Milroe with four rushing touchdowns. I mean, unheard of. That game plan by Tommy Reese, I think, I mean, multiple people have said it. That's his best one yet. And uh, I love it. I text a couple of the guys whenever he hit that fourth rush, rushing touchdown. I said, did somebody order up a four for four? And uh, anyway, hey, I love it. LSU is my most third-hated team in the conference, so we've been about fourteen like that. When they're supposed to have a good offense, I love whooping up on some tigers. So, all right.
3: Anything but, um, else,
7: Josh? Oh um, no, let's go. Uh, let's get ready for Kentucky. And uh, I know we got a few injuries on the defense. Uh, I'm gonna try to go back and catch some of the stuff that Coach Saban said in his twelve o'clock thing today, and try to read some stuff this uh, this evening on those injuries, and hopefully we won't have. You know, key guys out Saturday, but if they do, hopefully they'll be ready to go by Auburn. So, because we can use all of our guys with Auburn.
17: So, but uh,
7: hey, I feel really good about this team.
3: Hey, uh, are the dogs, dogs concerned about us at all? I mean, because we're you know we're, obviously we're focused on getting Kentucky, <laughs> but you look ahead. I mean, all the dogs.
7: Well, my particular work
16: partner is a dog fan. I'm not concerned. <laughs> I am telling you, I got him all fired up the other day. He, he gave me a few choice words
7: and, uh, said blank Alabama, blank Nick Saban, blank, 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 blank. I mean, he let me have it because I got him all fired up because I told him, I said, Kermit has learned from the best. He's won a couple national titles, but when you are the gold standard of college football with 18 national titles, and of course you run through the credits at five o'clock, I love listening to him every day whenever I get to listen to this show. When you are the best. In college football and nobody is above you oh you hear the dog barking now that i, I talk do about you're
2: it. <laughs> fine <laughs> you're fine they're jealous but
7: uh, oh yes i fired that boy up and i said and i'm i can say this now because we ate Jaden daniels for lunch i mean he had a good game i tipped my hat to him in a shootout i didn't know if we was going to win with that but anyways we'll eat carson beck for lunch
3: Gotcha. Hey, I got to get to break right here. Yeah. Cause he's a standing, yeah, he's a standing statue back there. And it would, uh, could you imagine the heat? Uh, no doubt. Josh, thank you, man. Uh, appreciate your phone call. The Daniel Moore good, the bad or the ugly, the good is sponsored by com. We roll on. We'll take Greg. We'll take jo- actually Jumbo first up on the other side. Greg and Alabaster. I see you. We're coming your way. T town tide 100.9 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastor's dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside, Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia.
15: Here's Dan Byer. The Arizona Cardinals are expected to start quarterback Kyler Murray in Week 10 against the Falcons. It'll be Murray's first game since tearing his ACL last season. Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase says he's pretty sore and his back injury got worse during last night's win against the Bills. No word on Chase's status for Week 10 against the Houston Texans. The Vikings will start Josh Dobbs in their Week 10 matchup against the Saints. While quarterback Daniel Jones of the Giants done for the year with a torn ACL. Chargers and Jets tonight, 815 Eastern Time, wrapping up week nine. Some news from college football as Michigan has received a formal notice of potential disciplinary action from the Big Ten Conference. That's according to ESPN. Manager Craig Council leaving the Brewers to be the new skipper of the Cubs who fired David Ross today. Council signs a five year, $40 million deal to manage on the north side of Chicago. Carlos Mendoza is the new manager of the New York Mets, while the Cleveland Guardians have tabbed former catcher Stephen Vogt as their new skipper.
0: Rolling down backwoods Tennessee by one arm on the wheel, holding my lover with the other, a sweet soft southern
2: thrill, worked hard all week, got a little jingle, on a
10: Tennessee Saturday night. Couldn't feel better.
0: I'm together with my Dixie land Tonight Spend my dollar. Park in a holler. the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight. Make a little of it. A little turn of it up in on. A Mason Dixon night. This my life.
3: It is dark. Well, let's just say it's darker in Tuscaloosa than what it was this time last Monday because of this time-saving... Uh, well, we're going back to standard time. Go away from daylight, savings time, and now we're... Throwing daylight away. I know you morning folks appreciate it. Noah said it a couple of minutes ago. He did Martin's Houston show this morning. That's and right. And it was bright. So now Woo. at 5 o'clock it is dark. And uh, I know the ratings always uh, seem to drop uh, or jump up in the 5 o'clock hour. So, uh, hey, you can't get any work done outside. You might as well listen and have some fun as you drive home. Captain Ray, I know we'll get you home with all the updates uh, here. We'll take phone calls, but I remind you it's 18 national titles, 29 SEC championships, 145 first-team All-Americans, 76 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, and the greatest college football coach to ever walk the sidelines. We are talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football, and we want you to jump in right here, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, and let's go to the phone calls here, and we go to Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man.
7: Well, Ryan... Yes. I was a bonehead at the beginning of the season because I made a lot of predictions that have not been right.
3: That's okay. That's okay. It. I'd rather you be wrong, Jumbo. I didn't want you to be yeah. right, and neither did you.
7: No, but uh, I, I'm coming on as a man. I'll eat my crow because I did pick LSU. Preseason Mason, you got, any more,
3: you got any more crow over there? You got any crow? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you, you got any crow, Mason? Yeah, Jumbo. That's all right. You eat some of this, and you'll be Okay. All right, but I did,
7: um you know, I won two of the uh, the school predictions, which is okay, it's no big deal, it's all right. But I did come on last week and I told you I felt good about this game. I wasn't worried. And how many points did I tell you we beat them by?
3: I don't remember. Help me. 40, 14 points.
7: My score was 35 to 21. And I predicted 14 points that we beat them. Well, we beat them by 14 points. Even though it's 42-28, I don't care. that We beat them. But I think we got our first 60-minute game out of Alabama, and they played it when they had to play it. So very proud of them. Um, I made my road trip up to uh, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, came back, got here in time for kickoff.
3: Uh, we watched the ball game. and oh, So uh, you did make it back. So, so you did not oh, yeah. miss the game. Okay. Oh, no, sir. I was trying to do it. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What time did you leave to make it to Elizabethtown, Kentucky and turn around and come back? Five o'clock in the morning. Okay. And that's what, about six, seven hours? (sighs) Yeah. Okay. And you. Uh So. What did you get the cat? Oh, yeah. I got her. Oh, yeah. Is it what you thought it would be? Well, she's not.
7: She's not uh, really good around other cats, so I'm having to deal with that. And I just got to ease into it, but uh, we're going to get there. Yeah, yeah. She's a a little mad at me because, uh, you know, I I brought her in here and I introduced her, you know, and then the cat came up to her and she looked kind of crazy and uh, got a little out of hand, but uh, we're okay and we're just going to have to ease
14: into it. But, you know, uh, I'll, I'll work it out. We'll be fine.
3: Okay.
14: But, um. Man, what a win. A, lot um, of
2: win.
14: a
7: lot of folks today were, were, you know, about that hit and we looked at the hit on, uh, Daniels and, and, and he was already airborne before he left the ball. The ball left his hand. So, um, and it wasn't targeted. Whoever this guy is from Colorado that called or Greg guy, that was not targeting. Targeting is leading of the helmet. He did not lead with a helmet. And he did it, but I, I thought it was a good hit. Uh, um, it wasn't a dirty hit like all the OSU people are saying, but they got to find a reason to, you know, see why we lost last year. They beat us fair and square. We, we put ourselves in, uh, positions, but that's done. It's over, but we won it when we had to. Um, and right now, um, it's going to get a little sticky because of, uh, we got some big games in the next two or three weeks. So we we uh we have to go to Kentucky to take care of them. That can't be a trap game, that has to or it can be a trap game, but it's one that we have got to get ready for. Uh, Kentucky's going to bring it, uh, but um, we'll we'll come out of there. Okay, uh, I think we'll be fine.
3: I think we'll be okay. Just I w- I would if I was predicting a Nick Saban rant, this would be the perfect opportunity. Now, if we don't need it, uh, he didn't go on a rant. That tells you a lot about this football team. True.
7: But uh has Milro not grown up. Yes. I mean we, oh, there's, we have Oh, right, right. Go no, say what you gotta say.
3: No, I mean I a mean, record setting quarterback in multiple games this year, uh, nobody, which is you know kinda kinda strange to think about the wishbone and you know, we were talking with Gary Rutledge last week and we were talking about scoring what was it, seventy seven points against yeah. Virginia Tech. <laughs> that nobody yeah, has had four rushing touchdowns. Uh to all the you Know a, a decade of mobile quarterbacks, and he set the record. I mean, let that sink in. Pretty awesome. Yeah,
7: that was against, um, that was against DPI. And if you remember, I think they had what 700 or uh, high 700, 700 or what, like?
3: yeah, 700 yards rushing. Yeah, and that, that's remarkable. But uh,
7: I'm, I'm proud of him. I think the guy has got it where he's is getting to where he needs to be and he's starting to make good decisions with the football. You know, we didn't have no turnover Saturday and we only had three penalties. Is that right?
3: Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I think we had three penalties. Yeah, I see Alabama. Looking right here at it, uh give me two seconds, I'll have it. Uh where did I Was that is that all we had? Was it was it two penalties? Yeah. No we had, we had
4: six. I'm saying six oh, for shit. fifty yards here on ESPN. Wow. Okay, I Still thought was bad,
7: about though. No, not bad. And we but we didn't do it we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot when we were in a good position yep, to score. Yep,
3: six for fifty, they had eight for sixty. I was looking at another area that penalties for first down. We only gave up one first down that allowed them to get a first down. So a penalty would right. give get a first down if that makes any sense. So All right. Well I
7: don't I don't think I've heard it say, but listen, I hope you agree with me on this. First half. Eight out of ten on third down. Eight out of ten on third down that we converted. That's remarkable. But I think that was the big key in the game was the third down conversions we had. Well,
3: I mean, look at how many of those first downs were by Jaylen Merrill that picked up positive yards. I mean, that that with it itself is pretty awesome.
7: That's what I mean. This kid has got it, and he knows when to run with it. And a lot of us were skeptical about him. I know I was, but, you know, I, I ate McCurl a while ago, so uh, I'm full. I'm happy, and um, I'm ready to go to Lexington and uh, knock this thing out and come back and get ready for Chattanooga and then uh, finish out the
18: rest of the season. But uh, I think it's looking good. I think we're all going to have a big smile on our face at the end of the season. So there it's, we go. good. It's, good. it's good right now.
3: All right. Thanks, Jumbo. Appreciate you, man. Roll Tide. All right, roll tie, y'all. God bless you. Right back to you. Let's go 205 342 9904. Greg, Alabaster, you're in the game. I hope all is well. All is well, Ron. How's the world treating you? Oh, it's good. 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 Yeah. So, I mean, it's a. Nobody's it's a, gripping? No, today? no, we're not gropping today. We're celebrating. Okay.
7: Just want to make sure. We had, we had a good night. It was a real good night. Oh. One of the keys that you know that, that I think are overlooked in the first half when LSU went down, you know they stopped us. We punted. You know they get you know LSU gets the ball. They drive down. We next time we get the ball we drive down. We even it up seven seven. Kick back off the LSU and they're driving, and they kind of got control of the game and we stop them on fourth and one. Instead of them punting the ball, we get a fairly short field. And we go down and, and we flip the back, you know, the possession back to our arrow, us being up you know, 14-7, so we're up one possession. I think that changed a lot of the
3: momentum in the first half. It, it probably did. Um, trying to think of the play. About, I mean, because I think about little moments where they didn't pick up. Some of the penalties that Alabama fans were credited to because you guys created it created some of those long distance, you know, first and 15, you know, it kind of made them into some obvious downs. But the one play that I'm thinking about with Taylor right in the middle of the field where he dropped that, was that in the first half or that in the second half? I I mean, it was. Like right, it, was part- it was right in his hands in the middle of the field. And it would yep. have been a big first down, and that was a drop.
2: And where see, where but were they I think at on third
3: downs? Where, where were they at on third downs? On third down conversions? Okay, four and nine. Oh. Is that right? Four and yeah. nine.
7: But in, in the first half, I think they were almost perfect. Um, I, well, I think they missed a one where they went four to fourth, and then uh, they missed a field goal. But because they were pretty successful in the first half, and they missed the field goal, but I think those little things did flip the momentum. You know, penalties some drop balls here and there, but also I think part of that, you know, us getting back up, I think it flipped the way LSU was calling the game because if you'll think about it, those first two drives, whenever they ran the ball up the middle, we would stop them at two, you know, basically for a two-yard game, and then they would shove the pile for another three or four yards. They were winning that battle initially, and I think when they got behind, they felt like they needed this kind of – to um, score fairly quick or, you know, you know,
3: throw the ball a little more.
7: And I think it kind of got them out of their game plan because I think if they was to go back and look, they were having success running the ball. They just didn't stick with it long enough.
3: Well, when you think about Alabama for a couple of minutes, when you think about Alabama's defense winning a couple of those, as you said, kind of getting the advantage, they knew their defense was not going to be able to stop Alabama. Oh no! I mean, they, them in they, desperation they, they, mode.
7: But I mean, and that little bit of change, I think it forced a little bit of panic instead of them just settling down, doing what they were doing, because they could have remained balanced. You know, you know, running, you know, running with the running backs, and then Jaden Daniels doing what he does. You know, have living when he needed to, because they they were moving the ball fairly effectively. And I think when they did that little little panic. I think it kind of you got
3: them out of their groove of what they were doing. No, I I think you're spot on. Um, and and that defense, yeah, you see Vanderbilt and you see Mississippi State and you know you see Auburn's the bottom dwellers in the Southeastern Conference playing rough, but that defense is bad. I mean, oh they, yeah, they're they, nasty. They are not – and it told us everything that we needed to know. And I saw Pete Jenkins uh, Saturday at the game, talked with him for a couple of minutes. But, uh, I mean, that they had to bring him down to clean up some of the mistakes that they had on the – D. I mean, middle of the season, you don't hear that. No. But they needed help. Yep, yeah. and,
7: uh, and I still think they made some tactical mistakes in some of the things that they did. So –
3: We'll take it. Yep. So, and and, and, and go ahead. No, no. Go, you go ahead. If you got something else, I was just going to ask you the good, the bad, well, the ugly.
7: Oh well. All right. So the only thing I had is I, I, I firmly believe Dallas Turner's hit was. Um. They can call it roughing the passer, but as far as it being targeting, that was not targeting. He didn't launch. He didn't lead. He hit right square the chest plate, and when you back up, like every every screenshot was taken, two shots back from where the initial contact was, you know the the momentum of him sliding up is showed where he got up into the you know, further up in the face mask and up closer to the helmet. But that was not targeting. I mean, you can call it rough in the passer, but I think he was. I think one hundred percent he was legal. It probably should not have been rough in the passer, but they called it. it, it it's called the going in the game. I mean, that's like, you know, LSU's offensive line.
3: If his head doesn't go up, I don't know if he even get that. The head going up created the roughing the passer. I I think at that particular moment, and and Nick Saban's got a really good explanation. Mason, why don't we play that? We'll play it the next segment uh, with Nick Saban kind of explaining Mm -hmm. that. If you've got it ready, we can play it here. Uh, Greg, listen to Nick Saban, and then then we'll – We'll come back to you. So stay right here, Greg. We're just going to play this Nick Saban. This is Nick Saban explaining the Dallas Turner hit.
9: Um, look, I don't, I don't know if there is a technical coaching point. You know, you always tell players you want them to see what they hit. Uh, you know, he hit the guy here and then he hit him sort of in the chin. So it wasn't like a direct hit or an intentional hit to the head. Um, it was a really good hit, but, um... Unfortunately, you know, his helmet did slide up and hit the guy. So it, 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 it it's, it's, a, it's a foul. If you hit the quarterback in the head, it's just going to get called all the time. And, um, we just want to have him keep his eyes up and see what he hits and hopefully target down a little bit. So it doesn't happen again. All right. Uh,
7: I've, I've got a couple of responses. One, it's not 100% always going to be called, uh, you know, roughing the passer. I'll go back to Bryce Young last year. How many times did he get popped in the chin and people lowering the helmet hitting him in the chin and no roughing the passer?
3: Fair. Good point.
7: So it's not always going to get called that way. Yeah. And I get it. Bryce Young may be 5'10", 5'11", and a guy running 6'4", but – you know, all he had to do was run straight through him. Mean, he didn't have to lower the crown of his helmet to hit him. So it doesn't always get called. It's it's all in the eye beholder. But going back, if LSU fans think that that right there might have you know flipped the game for them, how many times did, did we see our defensive linemen and our outside linebackers have their jerseys ripped halfway around you know back behind them, where the front the front numbers were you know on the side of the jersey, but yet no hold it. Okay, so they're, they're, those things get called all the time. Don't get called all the time. It's all on the flow of the game. Bad calls happen. Good calls happen. If that, if you want my good, bad, and ugly, I can wrap it up right there. Good, the good calls, the bad calls, and the ugly calls uh, uh, of officiating. To me, you could wrap all that up. Whether you win the game or lose the game, you're, you can pick any one of those and, and say that's what caused it. But, the but game. to go
3: back to what you said to start with, when when the hit on Jaylen Daniels happened, LSU was already behind two, so you had two exactly. scores. So, and at that point, LSU had showed no sign of stopping Alabama. None. No, they were in
7: desperation mode.
3: They were. So it,
7: They were trying to score at all costs.
3: And when they and got behind... Think about it.
7: Yeah,
3: go ahead. No, it, it just, as you said, they got out of their game plan, but it was almost like their defense forced them. They, they had no other choice because they knew that they were not gonna be able to stop Alabama. I mean Jalen Milrow was on, Tommy Reese was on, that offensive line played their best game. There was just too many things going against a bad, bad defense.
7: Okay, so all right, go back. Let me let me go back and revise my good. The good, I'm gonna go with Tommy Reese and not for the obvious answer that everybody, yo, oh he was brilliant finally he called how about this? How about he actually saved plays that was not on tape for anyone to see and scout. How about this, that he turned around and instead of using Jalen's legs in the in the first five, six, seven games of the year, he held them and forced him to turn around and learn to become a better quarterback, which will help the team later in the year instead of shorting his development. How about that is the good?
3: That's a good good. That's a great good. Hey, Greg, I appreciate so, you, man. I got to run. Roll time, my brother. Right back to you. Hey, let me also uh, bring up here just a couple of minutes. uh, Carl Torbush, which was defensive coordinator, linebackers coach here at the University of Alabama in 2001 when Coach Fran came here. Uh, He was a guy that I think even got some consideration possibly uh, there when Fran leaves in the middle of the night. But uh, passing away earlier today when you look at Carl Torbush uh, there. So no doubt – You know, when you play here, when you coach here, you're always a member. He's been around forever. He's coached all over the SEC at different stops. And uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Carl Torbush uh, passing away. And I know know he knew a lot of people here in Tuscaloosa. So uh, definitely uh, prayers out to his family. We'll continue with more of the game. We're going to take phone calls. I do remind you about the paint spot since 1971. Quality paint expert advice. Matthew, Caleb, Philip. Anthony, all those guys right there. 1971, they started Hardens Bakery, close to the Hardens Bakery on 15th Street, and also McFarland Boulevard in Northport, right past Highway 43. It'll be the paint spot. We'll continue with more of the game. Todd, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
5: Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom.
1: Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's deputies and canines were in the Duncanville area searching for a handcuffed man who escaped police custody Monday morning who has not yet been found. The cottages of Tuscaloosa's almost 100-year-old Moonwicks Lodge are being demolished after the motel was closed for health code violations earlier this year. Tuscaloosa County members will have a chance to grab a free Thanksgiving dinner on the West End this November. The second annual Community Thanksgiving Dinner will be held at the McDonald Hughes Center on Tuesday. November 14th.
5: For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa. Hey Town Bama Sports Updates. Oh Severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary. And Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service. And focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama. Plus, those the those amazing freedom gummies, everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street, next to Ion Apartment. Go by and say hi to Sonya. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the and Nissan Traffic Center. They got that mess cleaned up on the Alabama 297 Bridge at Jack Warner Parkway. Traffic moving there. Now, we do have a wreck on McFarland eastbound beside DCH. We also have heavy traffic on McFarland westbound from Rice Mine to Watermelon. 69 northbound, heavy at Union Chapel. Lurling, also heavy. Through downtown and through Northport to McFarland. Now, if you see conditions that folks need to hear about, please give me a call, 205 886 8886. up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray. If you're a home- Tide 100.9
6: Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine this afternoon. The high today 78. Mostly fair tonight below 53. The weather warm and dry tomorrow and Wednesday. The sky partly to mostly sunny both days. Highs between 78 and 82. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 66 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
0: The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
3: Blower, handheld blower, battery-operated tool, also the Crest battery-operated tools, uh, which are outstanding commercial and the residential side. If you're looking to maybe have a chainsaw clean up some of those limbs or do a little yard debris work, you can find it right there. Also, the the end-of-the-season maintenance, uh, you won't owe Betsy to be ready next spring. And you can do that by getting the end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go to Joseph. Joseph, good afternoon. You're in the game.
11: What's up, Ryan Fowler?
3: I'm good. I hope you are too.
11: Oh, yeah, man. I, my score prediction came true. I told you it was going to be LSU by two touchdowns.
2: And
3: you did. You did. It's a good win. So, uh, but, uh, now, now, everybody wants me to ask you, what you think about Jalen Melrose? Well... Ryan,
11: he was a running back. That game, I'll be honest with you, because he missed a very, very.
3: Oh, Joseph! Come on, man. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can't hide that. What? That he missed a wide open touchdown? Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, I mean, you you want to talk about the ones he hit? Let's be fair. I mean, how many quarterbacks in the NFL went fifteen to twenty three yesterday? Fifteen I mean, to twenty three. Mean- Let that sink in.
11: I mean, you you got you to think about it, Ryan. I mean, he basically ran run the ball for four touchdowns. He, I mean, the half the scores we got because of him scoring on the ground. I mean, it wouldn't be like he did. He didn't light it up like he did against Texas A&M. I'll put it that way. I mean, he didn't light it up to there like that. But, I mean.
3: He didn't. He took what, I, he, took what the defense was giving him. Took what it wasn't the defense his best,
11: it was wasn't giving his best, him. It wasn't his best game throwing, in my opinion. But, I mean. But, um. I would say this, Ryan. Our defense is lights out, good man. <laughs> our defense is good, and our defense is like won us that ball game. I believe, man. I'll be honest with you, because I don't believe our offense could have kept on keeping up with them. I believe if our, our defense, when they come out and they hurt Jaden Daniels and that, and they come out and got that one stop, that one stop is what changed the momentum of the game because Alabama was able to go up a score then. And then we were able to gain some momentum on that drive. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Our defense is nasty. Now the next big test I'm worried about, Ryan Fowler, is Georgia because everybody's well. Brock Byers out. Brock Byers is gonna be back for Alabama. I promise you. Brock Byers will play the SEC championship game. You can you can mark my words on that. Brock Byers is probably gonna play the SEC championship game, and I'm gonna tell you. Georgia is a different animal than LSU. Georgia has a defense, and Georgia has a quarterback named Carson Beck that is a bad to the bone. And I watched that Missouri game yesterday, and Georgia faced a very, very, very good Missouri quarterback. That dude was hitting everything. I'm talking about he was making some outstanding throws. The the, the Missouri quarterback was some outstanding plays. I mean, this kid... At the playing quarterback of Mizzou really impressed me. I'm like, holy moly. And then I'm to sit there, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. If there had been anybody else playing Mizzou, they might have lost. But Georgia, I mean, just the way they handled Mizzou and handled their business, that was impressive, Ryan. Especially without Brock Bowers, I've always heard people say, oh, Georgia ain't nothing so, about Brock so Bowers. So, Joseph,
3: all this summarized, are you on the Milrow bus or not? No, I'm not on the railroad bus. Ah, oh, Joseph, come on, man! What will it take? What do you? What do you want? What do you want him to do? Hey, he's got
11: to get better on his footwork and passing, man, for me to get on the get on the railroad train.
3: You don't think it's he's cool.
7: improved one bit, Joseph? Oh, he's improved now. Hey, I ain't going
11: to go as far as say he's still the same as he but was. But I mean, as a
3: passer, time. you don't think he's improved as a passer?
11: He's improved some. I mean, he ain't improved. He ain't just out of just. Tom Brady now and he ain't dagun Peyton. He, he may never be, and he ain't no Tua Tonga Maloa, which is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Um, he, he know he ain't no Tua. I put it that way, but um, I he I think he has the opportunity to be Blake Sims. That's that's his ceiling. I think Blake Sims is Jalen Miro's ceiling. I, I think that... Joseph, it, 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 Joseph, it, it,
3: Joseph, I, I'm going to stop you because, man, I don't want to make you, you you make a fool of yourself, man. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to groom you a little bit. I'm trying to add to it. No, no, Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. He's doing everything that you can do at his at his skill set. Is he perfect? No, but there's not very many quarterbacks that are.
11: But, I mean, as far as throwing-wise, Blake Sim to me, has a better throwing motion than, than Jalen Mirro does. Blake Sims, he could slang it now. I mean, I just, I don't know if you remember watching Blake Sims. Oh, I do. But I remember watching Blake Sims and he could hit that Mari Cooper perfect every time. Now, like I said, I i don't still don't think Miro is a Tua as far as throwing goes. Now, as far as running, he's the best running QB Alabama's ever had. I would say that right now. As far as running quarterback, Jalen Miro is the best Alabama's ever had. But if you judge him just straight passing, he's not one of the best passers Alabama's ever had. I, mean, I think I mean, that's We've, a fair we've all got a
3: weaknesses, Joseph. You've probably got yours. Uh, but I think when you look at Jalen Merrill, you can win with this. I would what say what this. are you going to say when they win a national title? I'm going to
11: say this coaching job is doing an outstanding job. This yeah, probably but, so things. you're
3: not going to give Milrow the credit even if he puts his team on his back and wins a national title? I mean, what you never you, realize. What if he makes it to New York City as a Heisman finalist? Not saying he will or won't, but what if he does?
11: Well You gotta, you got never realize the job this coaching staffs doing, man. This team's got deficiencies. Joseph,
3: oh. Joseph, here, just oh. repeat after me. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Jalen Milrow has only lost one game as a starting quarterback.
11: Jalen Milrow has only lost one game as a starting One game
3: quarterback. One game as a starting quarterback. He's broken yeah, two school I, records at Alabama so far.
11: Yeah, they were rushing records, yeah, but
3: it, but, didn't, uh, it didn't matter. I was, they still count against the scoreboard. Ask LSU but, if what they'd rather have. I mean it it I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it humiliates
7: the team. Just think about this coaching job that Saban's doing this year, man.
11: I mean, I think that's what speaks volumes to me, as how this offensive coordinator and this coaching staff is just showing out. I'm talking about they're taking a team that has deficiencies, big deficiencies in it, and they're winning with them. That's the – I mean, you got to look. I promise you, you can take any other coach in the nation and put them on this team right now, and and we would have two losses. If you, put, if you put any other coach in the nation on this team. But I'm telling you, just because we have the best coach in college football and we, and we got the best staff around him right now, we only got one loss. I think Nick Saban's doing a heck of a job. I don't know if this ain't one of his best coaching jobs he's ever done since he's been in Alabama. I'll put it that way. Saban is doing an outstanding coaching job this year. I mean, he deserves coach of the year. I mean, honestly. This – this cat is doing... Now, some- now
3: we found something I can agree with, but I still think you need to give Jalen Miller some credit, man. Just try one thing. Come on, come on, come on. I, I believe in you, Joseph. Okay. Say something nice about Jalen Miller.
11: Jalen Miller has great character. He has great uh, religious faith. He has... Um, he, he's an awesome... Uh, he's got awesome character. He, he's a. He's a nice guy. He is, uh, all, he's an all around good person. Uh, Jalen Murray is, like I said, uh, he, he's a, he, he's a, he's a great guy as far as the person goes. And he's a, and he's a just, uh, all around, you know, like I say, he's a class act. Got it.
2: But like
3: I said, I mean, that's,
11: that's the way I all think right. of him as a person. God, I offered you, person.
3: I offered you to come on this side. Uh,
11: as a, as, as a person, I, I find no fault in Jalen Murray. Just because I don't like the way he plays quarterback, don't mean I hate the guy. I think the guy is an outstanding class. act guy, I think he. I, I really, honestly, he he's he's doing it on the big stage, and that shows that shows um, what our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior is doing, and that's what he believes in. And I and I uphold him for that because I believe in the faith with him, and I and I and I was, and I applaud him for that. What he's doing, but as far as quarterback wise, right, I don't. I don't agree with his quarterback. But, and he for me, I, nobody cares if I agree. We win, in, we win in football games, and that's all that matters. i am be honest with you. Got I it. mean, that's, that's all that matters. And do I think how we're going to win a national championship, we, we could get lucky. Yeah, we could. But, I mean, we're going to see how good we are when we face Georgia. All right, With well, Georgia. we
3: we got to run, Joseph. I, I tried to give you a chance, man, to come on the board, yeah, and, and you keep doubling down if we beat Georgia, if we beat LSU. Well, we did. We did. Joseph, thank you for your phone call. Have a great rest of your day. We'll come back. We're going to take some final few phone calls right here on the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Season never ends. This is your home.
0: Bama Sports, Tide 129.
2: Yes, cleaning on the Tide 100.9 app. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park. meantime... Sound of the river, you're stopping your whole everything. A
7: band is blowing, Dixie, double ball time. All right, we welcome you right back
3: right. into the game here in Tuscaloosa. T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Let's go to Joey. Joey, Joey, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Oh, yes,
7: Ryan. How are you? Uh, I'm real happy we won, but I you kept if I'm going to step back. You mentioned that Virginia Tech game. You talked with Gary Rutledge and there was some trivia I know from that game. Okay. I don't I didn't hear the interview. I don't so I don't know if I, you are this is doubling it. Um but did you uh, did you know that coming into that game Virginia Tech was leading the nation in offense? I did not. Passing offense. No. Yeah, they had the number 1 passing offense and you're going to know his co- the quarterback. That's what I wanted you to Arians. know. Bruce Arians. <laughs> no. He may have been uh, Don Strzok.
3: Okay, Bruce Arians was on that team. We were talking about that last week, but uh, okay.
7: But did you know Don Strock? Do you remember his name? I do He was the backup quarterback. He was the smartest guy in the NFL. He played backup for my, on Miami for something like 17, 18 years. Oh, wow. He didn't come Remember, he didn't complain saying, I want to be the starter, so I'm going to transfer. He just stood over on the sideline with a clipboard.
1: Pretty awesome. Came
7: in. Well, but look how long he lasted by not getting beat up. <laughs> Don Strzok was the quarterback for uh, Virginia Tech in that Well, game. And you, and you think about, you know,
3: in the backup quarterback, uh, Jeff Rutledge played, what, 17 years in the NFL?
7: Just an awful long time doing that. And look at that retirement. <laughs>
3: It's the best job out there, backup quarterback in the national football. You make a pretty good significant money, but the way these quarterbacks are going down in college football, we excuse me, in the NFL and college, uh, the backup quarterback be, better be ready to go.
7: Yeah, but, but yeah, I didn't uh, – a lot of people forget that VPI was leading. They were, like, number one passing offense and all that, and Alabama's
9: defense destroyed them. <laughs>
3: All right, uh, that's a g- great trivia there, man. Thanks for the information, Joey. What'd you think? Good, bad, and ugly. The good, sponsored by Daniel think- Moore, and the bad and the ugly, sponsored by the LSU Tears.
7: I think it's gr- good, great that we got a victory. I w- I was worried because I didn't know how the team would play. Uh, they've been so erratic up and down. They got played a whole game or played better the whole game. The bad, I think, was uh, I was disappointed in the passing game. And uh, the ugly was the officials. The announcers even pointed out, "Oh, they called holding finally." But they said, "But they held. They could have called it on every one of those linemen on that play. <laughs> they were they held the whole line that play."
3: <laughs> there we go. Well, they did. They did. There was there was a lot of holding. Um, but I mean, they. I thought they let them play though. I mean, I, there was a couple of you know like snapping fractions. I ain't let them play. You know, illegal procedures, that ain't letting them play. But I, I thought but, they let them tee off on one another. I thought there was some, uh It know. was
7: fairly consistent, I think. I mean, yeah. in other words, the same both ways. Th- I thought so that's, too, yeah. That's the best thing that you can get out of a game, Gets equal calling. So, yeah, I'm happy for the win.
3: Thanks, Joey. I appreciate you, man. Roll time. Thank you,
2: Ryan. Right back to
3: you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Let's go 205-342-9904, and we go here to Pat. Pat, good afternoon. You're in the game.
2: Ryan, the bad.
7: Oh, my goodness, the bad was before the game. There was a nutcase from LSU. (laughs) It was, frankly, there was five of them together.
3: Which one? Yeah.
7: Listen, they were pretending to climb Tusk. You know, Tusk is 19 foot tall. I sits on a pedestal about probably 10 foot or better. And anyway, this one little nutcase got his bigger buddy to put his hands down and, and, and throw him up there. He climbed up there and got on the hook. Tusk has three legs on the ground and one leg that's hooked up in the air. Well, he sat on that leg, humping the leg, and shot a one-fingered salute up to Tusk his head. Well, guess what? One of five of finest
9: was not doing something else, was actually watching the statue like he should have been, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah.
16: But as soon as he got down, he slapped the handcuffs on the
7: LSU boy, told the other ones they lucky they ain't going with him for helping him up there as assistant in destruction of a monument. Anyway, <laughs> he ain't watching the ball game, And then I'm telling him what it's costing him today to get out of jail. But then well, it was that bad, too, on the Alabama part. you got to hurry, Pac, uh, I'm,
3: I'm trying to squeeze in some calls, yeah.
7: man. Our fraternity boys down there were cussing the LSU for a blue streak. Everybody that passed by wearing LSU stuff, they were cussing to the top of their lungs hey, and stuff that a sailor wouldn't say. I mean, you know, Bear Bryant talks about class, right? Hey, on both parts, LSU. And- those, those
3: kids are probably from New Jersey. They they're just yeah, here yeah, because not, Alabama's not,
7: Hey, they are they are, they are implants. Exactly right. They're not Alabama boys. Yeah, they are exactly right. Hey, y'all have a blessed day, and uh, we. We'll we'll,
3: hopefully we can get back in tomorrow. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Ronnie. Roll tide. We're going to come back. Blueberry Steve, Robert and Brookwood, Corey and Trustville. We'll wrap up the loose ends next. T Town, tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
13: Let me tell you about our friend Sonia at Freedom CBD. They're Tuscaloosa's original hemp dispensary, and Sonia is way ahead of the game. She offers unmatched quality and service and focused on helping you find the right product to fit your needs. She has the largest selection of CBD, hemp flower, Delta 8 products in West Alabama, plus those amazing Freedom gummies everybody's talking about. Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. Put it in your GPS, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Go by and say hi to Sonia. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205 331 3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the towns and Nissan Traffic Center. we got a wreck on McFarland eastbound past Jack Warner Parkway. We see delays there. Another one, cents. 69- Southbound near Bear Creek Road, that seems to be clearing up. Heavy traffic alerting northbound, 69 northbound backed up at Union Chapel, and 69 also congested at Skyland. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. 205-886-8886-2468, up to $10,000 in instant savings now on new Nissans at Townsend Nissan. And I'm Captain Ray.